3: presented by
5: AT&T connecting changes everything
6: you're listening to Fox Sports, Sports Radio, Radio. Radio.
5: We've got ourselves the game of the weekend in the NFL. In fact, I don't even think it's close when it comes to this game and the impact it could have moving forward on two careers. We will dive into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM, Channel 83, and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program we always appreciate you doing so having some fun here and taking you all the way up until 3 a.m pacific time 6 a.m eastern time right here on fox sports radio a four hour extravaganza and extravaganza is the proper term because we have got ourselves a hell of a weekend in the world of the nfl this in fact i would argue every game is great this weekend in the nfl if you wanted to make an argument for why you believe that the underdog in each team or the team not expected to win has a legitimate chance, you can make the argument, and it's not that crazy of an argument. So you've got every game this weekend in the NFL. It doesn't mean there's not going to be some blowouts. It doesn't mean there's not going to be some games that finish, uh, you know, where a team uh, beats another team by ten or fourteen or seventeen points. But it's at least compelling enough all throughout this weekend in the NFL, that you can make the argument. But to me, the game of the weekend is Bills-Ravens. I believe that is the game of the weekend because I believe that that game offers the most to lose for two players, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. And the reason I say that is because you've got this these yeah but moments in life. Everybody has these to where you bring over somebody new, you start dating somebody, or you bring over and it's like, hey, God, she see, after she leaves, oh, she seems great, or after you leave, God, they seem great. And then uh, your response is, yeah, but you know, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like the expectations are really high, but you know, there's a couple of things you're just a little disappointed. in. Everybody runs into these yeah but moments. We all go through it. And I think that the Bills-Ravens is the yeah, but game of the week. And I think one of those two players has an opportunity to eliminate that, but the other one's going to have to carry it with them. Because if you look around the playoffs at the remaining quarterbacks, just think about every single quarterback remaining in the NFL. Everybody's reputation slash legacy is already set. I mean, Brady and Breeze, those are first ballot Hall of Famers. Tom Brady's got the multiple Super Bowls. Breeze has got the one. But both those guys, their reputation, their legacy is already set. When somebody asks you about those quarterbacks, you, you have an answer for them. Same with Rodgers and Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, first ballot Hall of Famer, already has a Super Bowl. Will he win another one? Who knows? But he's already got one. Patrick Mahomes, already got his Super Bowl. Will he win another one? No clue. But he's got one. His legacy set. For the rest of his life, you will call that guy a Super Bowl champion. You could say whatever you want about Jared Goff. He got to a Super Bowl. Does it mean he's going to get to another one? Is the expectations that Jared Goff is going to be one of these elite quarterbacks in the NFL? No. But you feel like you kind of have an idea what his legacy is, what his reputation is. He got to a Super Bowl. And I would argue with Baker Mayfield. The expectations for Baker Mayfield aren't close to what they are to some of these other quarterbacks in the NFL. In fact, you would argue that Baker Mayfield's already been a success in Cleveland because he got him to the playoffs. And you may not think he's the greatest quarterback in the world, and I don't think he's this elite quarterback, but he at least got them to the playoffs. He's proven you can win games with me. But you're not really having this historical conversation, this legacy conversation. You're not doing any of that. But you are with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. They're to be determined. And how do I know that? Because they get the yeah, but treatment. If you say to somebody, you know, I believe Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. If you got pushback, how would it start? yeah, but, you know, I mean, Lamar, yeah, I mean, he won last week, but, you know, he's had these issues in the playoffs, and then, you know, he can't, can't, you know, rally his team when they're trailing, and, you know, I mean, yeah, Josh Allen, I mean, you know, he's got all the talent in the world, but, you know, there's these plays, even last week against Indianapolis, you know, that could have been a fumble that went to the Colts, and it just, you know, the game last year, there was the meltdown against the they've got the yeah, but treatment. That's what they walk around with. Those guys deal with that. And this weekend, I think, goes a long way in the rep and possibly the legacy for both those guys. And, and here's, here's the facts of the matter. It's because their ceilings are so high. Like, Baker Mayfield's ceiling isn't as high as Josh Allen. It isn't as high as Lamar Jackson, which is what makes it, you know, ironic, or I don't know if ironic's the right word, but what makes it interesting is that Baker Mayfield was taken before both those guys. But now that you've seen it, you look at it and you go, well, ah, you know, he's just being you know, an NFL quarterback. It's, not, it, it, it's nothing you're going you're gonna to tell your kids about. It, but, but he can play, and he's gotten his team to the playoffs. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are different you watch them play and you go oh yeah that that looks different I remember having this conversation with Brady Quinn and he's told me the first time he was ever out on the field and he saw Cam Newton in person he said it was almost it was humbling because he's out there and he's you know he's banged up or he was missing the game because he was dealing with an injury or coming off of surgery and he sees Cam Newton warming up and throwing the football and Brady said I just thought to myself well I can't do any of that that's just, uh, that's different. You see it and you notice it and you know it, and it's different. And Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen are different. And so for those guys, because the ceilings are so high, the expectations are different. If Baker Mayfield loses this weekend, nobody's going to think anything of it. Hey, got you a playoff win. He was up against it. Kansas City's a whole nother level. We'll try again next year. If Josh Allen loses this game, what's the discussion going to be like? Hey, man, you know, I mean, I know we want to talk about Josh Allen like he's an MVP, but... I mean, here we go with the yeah, but, but, you know, he lost that game at home and, and, you know, they were projected to win. And then you could, you know, the the previous game, Indianapolis shouldn't have been that close. And, you know, this aging quarterback had an opportunity to win it late. and, And Josh Allen almost turned the ball over late. And, you know, I mean, are we sure he's the guy? Same with Lamar Jackson. If Baltimore goes into Buffalo this weekend and they lose this game on Saturday night, you know exactly where this conversation's going. Yeah, yeah, all you guys that are all over Lamar's jock. (laughs) Look what happened. He went on the road this time, and this is the Lamar we know. This is the same guy from the playoff games uh, the previous two years before. We, We know all about this. It's because the ceiling is so high. We've already seen him as an MVP. And so if you're looking around the NFL this weekend, every single quarterback in the league, their reputation and their legacy has already been pretty much set. It's been determined. You kind of know what each of those guys are. But with Lamar and Josh Allen, if you tell somebody, those are two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the immediate pushback is going to be, yeah, but, you know, they got this thing – it's because their ceilings are so high and their expectations are different than everybody else because they look different than everybody else. So whoever loses this game, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, they got to walk around with that yeah, but tag for another year. That's happening for another year. And there's a big difference between going to a conference championship game and not getting past the divisional round. That's looked at differently. The Tennessee Titans when you're talking about Ryan Tannehill, what do we always go back to? You you can go back to this for the remainder of his career. What are they going to tell you? I mean, he did take him to the conference championship game. I mean, you know, he was in the AFC. I mean, he was a game away from the Super Bowl. That sounds a lot different than, I mean, they had an opportunity. It was prime time. It was a divisional game, and uh, you know, it just didn't you know it didn't happen. Whoever loses this game they're the ones walking around with that label for another year. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So we are going to be here all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. We've got all the usual shenanigans. We're going to have Knox locks. Let me tell you something. I've never been more disrespected off a really successful week in Knox Locks than I was last week. I'll explain that. That'll be coming up next hour. We've got guess that garbage, pro wrestler, or porn star, the scrap, the prop at monster, you name it. It's divisional playoff weekend in the NFL, and we've got it locked here for four hours on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, there is a uh, there was a move made in the NFL that you gotta look deeper to really, truly appreciate it. I'll tell you what that is next here on FSR.
7: Jonas is killing it today.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
5: Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, there's somebody who is quickly becoming... Uh, A real issue in the world of sports. It is happening. It is happening very, very quickly. We will dive into that uh, coming up 10 minutes from now. A little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, uh, just want people listening across the country. This isn't trying to get you to feel bad for us because you shouldn't feel bad for us. But I just want to point out here that it was like 85 degrees in Southern California. All right. Hot. Legitimately hot on Friday. And it's going to be hot again on Saturday. And all I'm telling you is, if you could just do your part so that the rest of us out here in bizarro world... Uh, uh, Dealing with 80-degree temperatures in the middle of January. If you could do your part in Buffalo, if you could do your part in Green Bay, Kansas City, if you want to chip in a little bit, that'd be wonderful. If you guys could have some snow games this weekend, have have the elements, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, Actually, let me speak for myself. I'd really appreciate it because I'm not a big fan of this 85-degree weather in the middle of January. I want the elements. I want to feel like I'm watching a football game in a snow globe and i don't think that's too much to ask. I'm sorry. I don't think it's too much to ask. I'm not going to sit here and uh, and and brag about it and post all these pictures <laughs> middle of January. Yeah, look at this in SoCal. It's and take a picture of the thermometer on my on my uh, weather channel app. I'm not doing any of that crap. All I'm asking is this. Do your part. Figure out a way to get snow flurries. I want the elements. I want it to be cold. I want to see the fog. That is January. Not this 85-degree crap with wind blowing all sorts of stuff around uh, and, and, and people you know, looking around going, hey, what is happening right now? I mean, is it really – am I sweating right now? Why, why – this doesn't make any sense. That's all I'm asking for. And, again, I don't think it's too much to ask, to be honest with you. If you could do it for us, we'd appreciate it. It's not nice. It's not fun, all right? BO in January makes no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense And that's what some of us had to walk around with. And uh, you don't notice it until you get home because you're wearing a mask outside. So once you get home, uh, you walk in and the dog's giving you dirty looks or, you know, there's a homeless guy, you know, handing you a stick of Old Spice. You know, it's not a fun time, but that's what we deal with. So since we had to struggle through the 85 degree weather, the least you guys could do is uh, get temps in the 20s or something like that. Preferably the teens, to be honest with you. If we're going to go all the way, let's go all the way. All right. Um... So, Urban Meyer is the brand new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people aren't going to want to tell you. I have no idea whether or not it's going to work. All right, there's some people out there that are saying, "Hey, it's going to work. I this is going to work." I have no idea. I'll be honest with you, since nobody else wants to be honest. All right, and everybody wants to pretend like they have all the uh, they can see into the future and they have. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea whether or not it's going to work. I don't know. I don't know whether or not Urban Meyer is going to be a good head coach in the NFL. I Look, if you're going to be skeptical, if you're just going to immediately say, yeah, you know, I'm not sure about all this, and it has everything to do with the fact that he's walked away from two previous jobs and, and that health was an issue, that's totally fair. Because that was my initial thought. I love the idea but can are we sure that he's going to be all in and all invested into this? I love Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells might be, pound for pound, my favorite coach in NFL history. I love Parcells because he went from place to place and he made it work. It's why I love Jim Harbaugh. People mock Jim Harbaugh all the time, and I say, look, you can you can go straight to the, well, he's never beaten Ohio State stuff, but look at what he's done at all these other places. You can be critical of Bill Parcells and say, yeah, but he never won a Super Bowl other than the Giants. Okay, but he won two, and he turned around multiple teams and franchises when he went places. So that's why I've always been a big fan of Bill Parcells. And I think because of Belichick's dominance, that Bill Parcells gets kind of forgotten a lot of times when we're having these discussions about great head coaches in NFL history. So I love Urban Meyer for the same reasons, because everywhere he's gone, it's worked. Whether it's Bowling Green or Utah or Florida uh, or going to Ohio State, it's worked. And so for that reason, I'm optimistic that this has got a chance to, but I have no idea. I have no idea whether or not this thing's going to work. All right? I'm not going to pretend like I know what I'm like. Oh, well, th- this is why I think he'll adapt well because of the scheme. No, I'm not, I'm not pulling that crap. All right? Let, let somebody else try and BS you on the air like they watch the All-22s and know what they're looking at. I'm not doing it. It's not my thing. All right? I'm not going to be fake. Urban Meyer did speak. He was introduced to the national media and to the world as the brand new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars on Friday. Here was Coach Meyer.
6: I felt like this was not only the right time for me to return to coaching, but the right place in Jacksonville. The work has begun to get this team where it needs to be, and my primary focus is to put together a great staff. I've been supported by some incredible coaches throughout the years, and I expect to do the same here in Jacksonville. You have to adapt and those who adapt have success. Those who don't fail. I can't wait. That's the part of the game that I love is to be able to adapt to the NFL player. And however, between white lines, I don't see a lot of difference. You know, I've studied the NFL game now for, for really years, but really studied it for the first time in my life for the last six months.
5: Here's what the question comes down to. What do you consider success? All right? What would what would be a success for Urban Meyer? Everyone's going to say, well, he's got to win a Super Bowl. All right. Well, that's just lazy. All right. That's not how this works. All right. Newsflash. There have been, and this is a rough estimate, but I believe that this is accurate. There has been over 500 NFL head coaches in the history of the league. All right. That is a number it, look it could be more than that it could be slightly less. But we'll call it 500 just to make it simple. There's been 500 head coaches in the history of the NFL. Only 33 have won a Super Bowl. So if you're going to go into this Urban Meyer experiment and you're going to say, well, he's got to win a Super Bowl. That's the only way it's successful. All right. Well, chances are and the odds are that it's not happening. And how do I know that? Because about 6% of coaches do. So if that's if that's the only thing we're gonna look at, then this is gonna be a real quick conversation about Urban Meyer's time in the NFL, and it's gonna be a real lazy one too. You gotta you gotta think outside of just the wins and the losses. You gotta think about what else comes with it. It's the John Gruden stuff. If I ask you, hey, has John Gruden been a success with the Raiders? Uh nah, they haven't been to the playoffs yet. Okay. So wins-wise, you would say it hasn't been the success we thought it was. No, that's fair. Okay. Have the Raiders ever felt more solidified over the past 10 to 15 years than they do right now with John Gruden as the coach? I mean, think about it. John Gruden gets there all of a sudden uh, there's a there's a, a, a buzz back in the building uh, they're on hard knocks um, he uh, you know uh, they've got this brand new stadium in Las Vegas they move from Oakland to Vegas they've got this beautiful setup all of this stuff is happening do you think it's just a coincidence that all of this stuff is happening after John Gruden got there I'm not saying he's the sole reason for it but wasn't there a little bit of juice isn't there still a little bit more juice with the Raiders because John Gruden's there. That's how I would deem more than just wins and losses as a success. And if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan and you're looking around, or if you're an NFL fan and you're only, the only thing you base success off of is wins and losses, then you're going to eliminate a lot of conversations and a lot of different ways to look at this stuff. When we're evaluating coaches in the NFL, I like it because I can't guarantee the wins, but I can, can guarantee the juice. And there is a buzz with that team now that they haven't had maybe ever. I mean, think about it. They, they might not have had this buzz ever. When's the last time they had sort of this this feel to them? What, 2017? When they were six minutes away from a Super Bowl, they were in Foxborough with a lead, and, and the Patriots come back, make a couple of plays, and, and end up going to the Super Bowl and losing to the Eagles? Like, is, is that the last time? I would argue, even in that year, I feel better about where the Jaguars are out moving forward than I do that year. Because that one kind of felt a little fluky. This one feels like there's something there. Like, okay, wow, we actually have a plan. We're going to build towards something. So I have no idea whether or not it's going to amount to wins and losses. Like I said, there's been over 500 coaches, head coaches in the NFL. Only 33 of them have won a Super Bowl. So if we're going to go into this thinking he's got to win a Super Bowl or else it's not a success, then you're setting him up for failure. That's not how I'm looking at it. Right off the bat, they're much more interesting, and there's a juice and a buzz to them that was not previously there. So a day into his hiring, it's already a success. The next step is the draft, and then we go from there. But as far as interest level goes, I love it. I think it's going to be a fun watch. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up next, uh, we will be uh, getting into uh, somebody in the NFL uh, who's just got a really bad habit. Somebody's got to talk to him. Somebody's got to sit him down and just tell him to stop. Uh, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and meet uh, the crew that will be writing shock with me until six a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen. The voice of LA Sports Radio. That man's name is Kevin. Kevin Fingers. Fingers.
7: Jonas, I think I know where you're going with that, but uh, I don't want to mess up the T, so I'll, I'll hey. leave it be. But you know, some people, uh, some people need a little bit of help. Yeah. Even with the uh, rules changes, you know, yeah. can't get out of their own way. You know what yeah, I mean? It just, uh, you know,
5: <laughs> it like I, I just, some, I, I
7: yeah. Sometimes it's not meant to be. I guess.
5: Yeah. You know? I, I, or you know. Never. I don't even want I I'll, I'll save it because Yeah, yeah you got just, plenty
7: of time just, to get it, into it. I know.
5: It's way 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 too frustrating. What's up Kev? How you like the uh uh mid 80s weather uh, in in Southern California in January? Cuz I hate it. Really? I absolutely hate
7: it. I'm Can't loving every second it. of it.
5: I don't want to. I don't want to have bo in January. That's the. That's the. Can I get one month off without having bo? Can it be January? Like is that is that too much to ask? Start off the year fresh. Be like, all right, here we go. I got walking around. I'm, I'm sweating. Well, the What's hot sauna
7: on? of the Fox Sports Radio Studios don't help with that. Uh, I understand. My um, back is drenched in sweat. Hey, Somebody's got to figure it out. Okay, but
5: that was in August. August <laughs> makes all the sense in the world. January doesn't make any sense. And there's there's something about it. Look, I'm I'm weird when it comes to there's seasons to where seasons sort of dictate, oh, this is... A, like, when when you can tell when it starts to get to fall because the leaves start to turn brown mm-hmm. and and the sun sort of looks a certain way, and I just always think about, oh, man, I can tell it's a Saturday because... You know, the SEC on CBS is happening. You got college football. It's starting to get a little bit chilly out. And it just, you got that feel to it. And then when you get into spring and summer, it's it's staying out, you know, light longer. And there's just a certain feel to it. Yeah. When I'm thinking about January, I want to chill in the air. I want to turn on a football game and see snow and be like, you know, I'm not that far off. I mean, another 20 degrees. we're We're basically the same. We're going to be watching games this weekend in the 20s, and we're dealing with 85 degree weather and 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah. Yeah. Woe was us.
7: Miserable. Woe was us out here. Damn right. You know, you're not in South Carolina anymore. Yes. I think you need bask in the in the glow <laughs> the seasonless southern california weather hey, well, it could we be are, 74 and sunny and you have no time no idea what day of year it might be yeah
5: yeah we are the victims okay <laughs> we are the victims so those of you uh those of you living the nice life in uh, 30 degree weather enjoy it because we're sweating our ass off out here in southern california
7: yeah, really slumming it can't stand it
5: <laughs> um all right uh ryan or, excuse me duh, duh. Bo Benson. All right, Bo. I will never happen again. It'll never happen again. I will never say Ryan Bershinger's name on this show Oh again. no! I will never do that again. Uh, that's like that's like yelling out your ex's name during a, uh, an intimate moment. And I apologize, be Bo Benson. No, Donald let no. McGregor. I don't want to hear it, McGregor. That is our ex. We are over our ex here at Fox Sports Radio. It is not happening. Bo Benson is your executive producer. Bo, please forgive me. Uh, I just uh, no, so, Pepe Sylvia. The man does not exist. And okay. It, an intimate moment, and I just yelled out my ex's name, and I'm sorry, Bo. That's, I,
8: you, you know, that's okay. I don't, I don't mind. You know, it, happen, it happens to everybody. That
5: pisses me off. That pisses me off. That's going to that's gonna really bother me. That's really going to bother me. Uh, Bo, are you okay with the 85-degree uh, weather in January? You uh, okay
8: with it? No, I'm not. This is, this is horrible. It needs to go back to wherever it came from. Yeah, uh, It's January. I should not have to turn on my air conditioning. That's, yeah,
5: n- no kidding. Yeah, people are turning on their ACs. Because they're just not ready for this. Like, oh, hold on, hold on. We, no, this is not what we we're expecting. Yeah, like, no. this is not, I, Yeah,
8: I live in the valley, so it's it's already hot anyway. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, uh,
5: yeah, no. that's that. Yeah, that's miserable. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, Chris Perfett is your technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm a little torn on this because on one hand, I did grow up in Toledo with Lake Effect snow, Toledo, Ohio, with Lake Effect snow, and I hate the cold. I hate freezing my butt off. Uh, better here than there, even with this weather. But, A, I, I guess when I came to California, I expected like, you know, maybe something in like the 50s or 40s for your winter weather. And also, I just spent a bunch of money. On the Fila's website, and I just got really nice sweatpants and a really oh, nice yeah. hoodie, and a, and a tracksuit and yeah. everything. And so, I was excited to wear it. And yeah, yeah, as you say, I wake up one day, I'm like, wow, it's really hot. I'm yeah. sweating.
5: Yeah, not today. Not not, not, wear, today. not wearing it. Uh, not wearing it out here in the over the next yeah, couple was, of
2: days because you'll walk you'll
5: walk around with crotch rot for twenty four hours. It, wearing sweatpants. It was
2: nice and chill and and kind of crisp in the early of the of the of the week. And I was wearing that hoodie, and I was just like happy with myself. It fe- fit nice. I yeah. was warm and toasty, and now yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Now yeah. it's back to the t-shirts.
5: Yeah, and everybody's got to see our, our, you know, our just uh, our, our, our pale white skin. You
2: know, like, like oh least, yeah, I've been inside least- for a year.
5: Like at least at least can we get a like a a ramp up you know like like go to the just so slowly ramp up all of a sudden I gotta like go out in public with short sleeves on everyone goes oh my god uh, it's the guy from Powder
7: I feel your pain I'm right I'm right there with you Jonas (laughs) yeah Kev you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah Yeah, you're looking
2: very very uh,
7: pale (laughs) unbelievable the guy from Powder has nothing on me let me tell you (laughs)
5: you bunch of racists all you guys are racists (laughs) racist Uh, all right Uh, Jonas Knox here Fox Sports Radio coming up next somebody in the NFL real needs to calm down. We will get into that, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Figures.
7: Well, the Lakers did not get off to a hot start on Friday night against the Pelicans. They did though overcome a 15-point deficit and actually came back to hammer the Pelicans 112-95. to LeBron James tied Zion Williamson for top scoring output in the game with 21 points. LeBron also had 11 assists. Anthony Davis 17 points against his former team. Clippers got 27 points from Kawhi Limerick. They hammered the Kings in Sacramento 138-100. to Utah has won four straight, 116-92 to the final score as they beat the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young struggled just one for 11 from the field and scored four points in what was the Birds' fourth consecutive loss. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 31 points and nine boards to lead the Bucks over Dallas. Celtics hammered Orlando, the Cavaliers over the Knicks. Thunder beat the Bulls and, and former coach Billy Donovan in overtime. In the NFL, the Titans hired Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith as their head coach, the falcon hiring t- Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, excuse me. The Chiefs will be without receiver Sammy Watkins for their playoff game against the Browns on Sunday. And in Major League Baseball, the Yankees have agreed to a one-year contract with former Cy Young winner Corey Kluber. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first years. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Back to Joe Miss Knox.
5: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, we'll call it 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we have a major departure in the world of sports. And it's not the one you're thinking of. We will get into that twelve minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So, uh, man, it's uh, here we go again. Uh, hey, hey, everybody, let's all try and decode what Deshaun Watson wrote on Twitter. Ooh, hey, what do you think Deshaun meant with this? Ooh, it's 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 another one of these cryptic tweets that are happening. Oh my God, boy, boy. Hey, do you think Deshaun means? I am done with it, man. I'm done with it. I, I am so tired of this passive-aggressive crap from Deshaun Watson. And you know what's amazing? People in the media are such kiss-asses. There are so many kiss-asses who are just refusing to call out what is so obvious. Guys being a baby. Period. And you're getting, like, former players that are coming out saying, no, man, hold your ground, stand your ground. You know who I hope stands their ground? The Houston Texans. All right, I hope they call his bluff. I hope they say, oh, okay, you you, you want out of here. That's nice. Yeah, it ain't happening. We're not trading you. I hope they call his bluff. You want to know why? Because they've already called his bluff once before. Yeah, they, they already did it once before. Back when he was really, really upset about the DeAndre Hopkins trade. What happened a short time after that? He signed a contract extension. He signed it. He wasn't forced to. He signed it. I'm not happy about the trade. Oh, okay. All right. A few weeks later. Hey, uh, here's this extension. You in? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what do I what do I sign? Okay. We're good here. Like, call his bluff. I hope the Texans call his bluff. Because I'm fed up with it, man. And these people, we, we've now gotten to the point. To where we've got to like try and de- it's like one of those decoder rings, uh, like that you got off the Christmas story where they like uh, drink your Ovaltine. Like we've got this decoder ring out. It's like a little mini Ouija board, and we got to figure out what Deshaun Watson means by this cryptic tweet. My God, man! And nobody wants to just do the guy's being a baby. Stop! If you got an issue with the organization, speak up. Say something. If you really want out of there, say something. If Deshaun Watson took to Twitter and said, Houston, I love the organization, or I love the city, love the fans, love my teammates, but I feel like this isn't working, I've asked the organization for a trade, I would have so much more respect for the guy. Okay, he's being honest. He's, he's telling you exactly what he wants uh he's uh you know he, he doesn't want to be there anymore and at least he's being open and he's being honest and he's being upfront about it instead what's he doing cryptic messages Ooh, i go from two to ten i was at a two now i'm at a ten what, what is this a driver's test i keep your hands at two and ten on the what are we talking about and you got these people are trying to, oh, here's what I think he, let me tell you what, I don't give a rip what he means. I don't care. Honest to God, I'm not going to sit here trying to code Deshaun Watson's passive aggressiveness. Do you want to be a Houston Texan? Yes or no? That's it. Do you want to be a Texan? Yes or no? Uh, no, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay, tough balls. You signed the contract. We'll see you in training camp. Like I don't. I don't understand this. And what is he upset about? Like apparently this Jack Easterby guy. Okay, the guy seems like a little bit of a televangelist. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. He seems like you know a little bit of a snake oil uh, seller. You know, kind of a you know he's all over the place and he's one guy to one. I, I get that. That's fine. But the Eric Bieniemy stuff, he's not happy because Eric, you've never played for Eric Bieniemy. Like how would you know he's a good coach? You've never played. Well, Patrick Mahomes recommended him. So what? You've never played for him. So, because he hasn't been talked to yet. And, and let me just tell you nobody else wants to say this either. All right. Nobody wants to say this because they're going to get blowback. What I heard is Eric Biennami bombed in his interviews, absolutely bombed in his interviews. And, be, and and it was so bad that like man, there's just like this isn't going. You know, th- this this just isn't this isn't like certain coaches go in and nail the interview. Sean McVay nailed the interview, and he had a fraction of the experience Eric Enemy did. Mike Tomlin, the Steelers weren't expecting to hire Mike Tomlin. He walks in there, nails the interview. Eric Enemy reportedly bombed his interviews last year that that's that's what i heard that he bombed his interviews and deshaun watson's gonna throw a fit because well uh, that's the guy that i okay why why should you be making the football decisions you already made a decision remember when we put a contract in front of you, you signed on the dotted line that was you making a decision so let us do our part well, the Texans are so dysfunctional. Yeah. All those division titles, all those years, man, they must be the worst situation in the world. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the decoding of Deshaun Watson's crummy tweets. I'm fed up with it. And people just continue to kiss his ass in the media. I don't get it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Listen, I don't tweet much, but at least you know what I'm talking about. All right, at the very least, at least you got that. Coming up next, though, uh, there is a major departure in the world of sports. We will get to the bottom of it next here on FSR.
6: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh, my, look at that. He is.
5: Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. You talk about getting the shaft. I actually had a really good week at Knox Locks, and nobody will remember it. You want to know why? And it's not because we're doing weekend overnights. It's because of a dirty tactic by a fellow co-worker at Fox Sports Radio. I'll explain coming up here. I got screwed, stabbed in the back by a fellow co-worker here at Fox Sports Radio. Rob be Parker. Up. No, it's not Rob Parker. Trust ben me. Not no, Rob Parker's not listening to Weekend Overnights. The only time he's up this late is if he's at Magic City. Trust me got no interest in this show. I'm a woman. Uh, yeah, that, the big reveal will be a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, who screwed me over uh, from the Fox Sports Radio family? By the way, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply right now. It's time for this.
1: There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports.
6: Let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real
8: question is, do you care? I
6: don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our
5: executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about. Bo?
8: All right. So, uh. LeBron James is reportedly leaving uh, Coca-Cola company for Pepsi, which would mean no more Sprite Cranberry, which really puts a, you know, a nail in the coffin of Bershinger's Quest there. So, yeah, uh, want a Sprite good.
5: Cranberry?
4: Do, Screw him.
8: Do, do you care about this?
5: Um, I actually do, and here's why. It. Because he was with Coca-Cola. If I'm not mistaken, his entire career he's been with Coca-Cola. Because he's always done Sprite commercials. He's always done... So this is a big sort of this is like you know going from Adidas to Nike or vice versa, uh, or you know in my case going from uh, you know La Gear to Puma. You know I mean just it just depends. But uh, this is this is a big deal to me because what the hell does he drink from a soda standpoint? Does he seem like he drinks sodas? Is there a healthy soda out there? Uh, honest to God, like I, I so that's why him. Doing a, a soda sponsorship for a company is just bizarre to me, and I don't even know. Like, if you were to if you were to break down, do you believe Bo Benson? If I were to give you either a Pepsi or a Coke product, you could tell me which family it belonged to. Like uh, if I, how many would would how many could you guess if you, I were to give you?
8: Yeah, I think I think I could. Which you know, you know make me admit that on the air, but yeah, I, I think I could tell you the difference between the two.
5: Yeah, so that's uh interesting. Well, maybe maybe that's a game. You know, maybe we'll do that after football season when we we're not really interested in talking college basketball. We'll have that game on the air next.
8: Want a spray cranberry? <laughs> All right. Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon was suspended indefinitely by the NFL again. Do you care?
5: No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't care. Are we done with this? Are we done with this Josh Gordon stuff? I mean, how many times do we have to go through this? Every, and I don't know what the, what the latest is. I don't know if this is a more serious issue or what's going on. But, man, I've never, like, somebody who gets so many chances off one good year. Literally, you know who Josh Gordon is? He's the one-hit wonder band that just ends up playing county fairs and, and makes a grip for the rest of their life just off that one hit. Like, what, what's that band, uh, uh, Chowabunga or whatever? What do they have? Like, uh, was it uh, Tongue Thumping or whatever they're called? I don't even know. Maybe that crappy song, the I Get Knocked Down song, whatever. This song's awful. It's one of the worst songs ever written. They're never going to be broke because they'll be able to play county fairs in Australia for the rest of their careers and just be fine. This Josh Gordon, of one year, continues to get looks. I don't get it. Next.
8: The Yankees signed former Cy Young winner Corey Kluber to a one-year, ten-million-dollar deal. Do you care?
5: Oh God, no! Come I on, don't man. care. No. I, I this look the, the baseball hot stove. No offense, but there's a lot going on, man. I mean, the NBA is churning and burning trades. Players are moving and shaking. We got the NFL. There's just too much going on. I cannot get invested into MLB hot stove stuff now.
8: Next. All right, Manchester United legend Wayne Rooney has officially retired and will has become the full time manager at Derby County. Do you care?
5: No. Who gives a like? What is it like? Uh, no, absolutely not. Not, not even, cl- not even cl- like, not one single part of me cares about that story at all. Next.
8: All right, and Chris Evans is reportedly <laughs> coming back as Captain America for at least two new Marvel movies after the character's send off in Avengers Endgame. Uh, Jonas, do you care?
5: No. I'm, I'm here to not. tell you right now.
8: I have no idea
5: care. who the hell is Chris Evans. I swear to God, I, I don't know the difference between Chris Evans and Mike Evans. I, I I like who is he? I have no idea who Chris Evans is. No, literally no clue whatsoever. Like Marvel Endgame? What do we do? What is that? A serial? Like, I have no idea what any of this stuff is. Bizarre. Uh, by the way, uh, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted and 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. I got stabbed in the back by a Fox Sports Radio family member. The details next. Stabbed in the back. Betrayed spit on, disrespected, all of that. By a member of the Fox Sports Radio family, and I'll tell you why and who done it coming up here just a couple of minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeart Radio app. And wherever you are taking part in the program, we always appreciate you doing so. Hanging out with us here all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All sorts of shenanigans. It is divisional weekend, divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. Always a fun one uh, here on FSR. Um, So listen, you know, it's uh, it's been a wild show so far. All right. So just just to fill you in. It's been a wild show. You know, we talked about uh, just kind of a preview of the Ravens and Bills this weekend. I think it's an important moment. The Urban Meyer uh, uh, move to Jacksonville, I think, is very, very interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, The Deshaun Watson stuff, the passive-aggressive tweets, wear me out. I can't stand it. Uh, People are very bothered by that. Um, Just like it's been, you know, the do you care. A lot of people think I'm being a little bit too negative, um, you know, because uh, most of the stories, that we discussed on do you care I didn't care about. And I was just being honest, you know, and and trying to be as transparent as possible. But this could be because there's some residue left over uh, because of an incident that took place last weekend. And so let me go ahead and set this up for you. During the football season, we do something called Knox locks right now. I go through like four or five games in the NFL each weekend and I'll make some picks on them. And I'm not an expert I'm not good at this stuff, all right, I'm the, but it's just fun. Who cares? And I don't care if I get it wrong. I, I legitimately don't care. Do I want to get it right? Of course, but I tell you, you have two options here. all right. You can either bet with me or you can bet against me and make money. And if you bet me and bet with me and lose money, that's not my problem. That's you. You didn't pick the right outcome. So I simply gave my opinion. And if you're depending on me to try and make you a little bit of cash, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do for you. I'm not your pimp. I have no idea what to do for you. So don't rely on me. I simply give picks. If you like them, you can go with me and we're in it together like Thelma and Louise driving off the cliff. Or you can go against me and probably more likely win. Now, I've never had a losing season in all the years that we've been doing Knox Locks. I've never had a losing season. Um, and and a lot of people say, okay, well, but you're calling them locks. Man, the only reason I call it Knox Locks is because it rhymes with my last name. That's it. All right? The, the, that, that's how creative this show is. It's weekend overnights. You get what you pay for. But... You know, I, I go through and, and I thought last weekend, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick every single game, but I'm not going to do these prop bets or some of these little goofy bets that we do for, for Knox Locks throughout the course of the week. I'm going to bet every single game. I'm going to make my pick on every single game. And I went four and two, which is really good. If you ask professional gamblers, they tell you if you can pick 55% of games, you're going to make a great living. If you can just go 55%, you're going to make a great living. You can be a professional at it. So to go 4-2, and two, that's good. I, I was happy with that. 4-2, and two, I was happy with it. But the real problem comes with the final game. Because... Man, I had the Colts plus seven. I had the Rams plus three and a half. Uh, The Buccaneers line moved down a half point, grabbed it at at seven and a half last week. They ended up winning by eight, so I got that one. Ravens minus three felt great about that. Even said, I think they're going to win it outright, and they did. I was feeling great. I even had the Bears plus ten, and look, it got close there, and Jimmy Graham walking out of the field. You know, like that was a little iffy. But then it came to the Browns and the Steelers. I like the Steelers minus six. Clearly didn't go my way. But you know what? I'm watching the game. I'm watching how it's turning out. I'm watching all the chaos ensuing. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, so I'm going to go four and two. All right, so I'm going to go four and two. Hey, I can feel good about it. Go into next week. At least I know I had a positive week. I didn't finish 500. had a really good week. Then all of a sudden, I start getting lit up on Twitter. These notifications. All right now I'm on the air with Brady Quinn at the time we're We're on the air while this is happening, watching the Brown Steelers game, and I'm noticing I'm getting hammered, and people are liking this tweet, and it's like a, a tweet of a quote attributed to me, and I'm thinking, God, who could do that like who who's who's like trying to call me out and the quote says the Browns are going to get destroyed by the Steelers, and I just see people liking this, but I'm doing the show and some so we get to a commercial and I go, well, who's behind this?" And um wouldn't you know it? Justin Cooper, Ben Maller's producer, yeah, his executive producer, Justin Cooper, uh, the guy who was in Liar Liar. He was a little kid in Liar Liar, uh, he was in Dennis the Menace, bunch of other movies. Touched by an Angel, the TV show. Like he was in a bunch Move. of stuff, yeah. Child actor, who the Justin, heck is Justin Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Guy who literally stabbed me in the back. And here's what bothers me so much about it. I got zero credit for going 4-2 and last week. Zero. You know what I did get credit for? Picking against the Browns. Because that rat, that snake in the grass, burned me on social media when I wasn't looking. He sucker punched me while I was on the air doing another show, trying to be a a professional broadcaster. And because of that, I got my balls broken for what felt like a 24-hour stretch. Over the Browns pick. And I even texted him on the side and said, dude, I was four and two. I would Uh, add four inches. Okay. (laughs) And again, that's a whole nother conversation. All right. And we will have stall talk at some point with Justin Cooper here on the show. But the whole but I'm thinking to myself, how could you do me like that? How could you burn me like that? I was four and two. So I whiffed on the Browns pick. A lot of people did. The Steelers are six point favorites. Nobody had that game going the way that it did. But I got screwed over by somebody I thought was my friend. Somebody who who, who I've done shows with here. Justin Cooper is a graduate of weekend overnight university. All right, he was a producer here, and now he's gone on to big and better things uh, with the Ben Maler show, and he stabbed me in the back. He stuck me when I wasn't looking, when I was doing another show. And because of that, that's all people focused on. I was 4-2, but all all I got crap for was losing that Browns game because of Justin Cooper, a Fox Sports Radio family member, a fellow family member who did me dirty last week here on Fox Sports Radio. And that sounded weird. But you know what I mean. Screw him. And screw all of you for focusing on the negative when I'm trying to be positive here on Fox Sports Radio and point out that I was 4-2. You guys can kiss my ass.
6: Who the heck is Justin Cooper?
1: I
5: don't know. He's a snake in the grass is who he is. All right. So with that being said, it's time for this.
6: Hey, lock it.
5: Let's lock it.
6: And now, and now, Knox Locks.
5: Wear them out. Let's go all day.
6: Rams and Packers.
5: The Green Bay Packers are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. This is the opener of Divisional Championship weekend in the NFL. A 435 Eastern time kickoff on Fox coming up later on Saturday. And look, I've got this weird feeling about this game. I don't know why. There's just something weird about it. And we were talking about this on straight out of Vegas this week. If you look at where all the sharp money, the, the professional money is going, majority of it is going towards the LA Rams. As banged up as they are, it's starting to go towards the LA Rams. And I started talking myself into going against my initial feelings, seeing all the money coming in and and just this weird this weird vibe I'm getting about this game, but ultimately. I'm going to trust my first instinct, and I'm taking the Packers. I love the Rams' defense. I think they're going to try and shorten the game. I think they're going to run the ball similar to what the Bears did against the Packers a couple of weeks ago. And people forget, there was a moment in that Bears-Packers game where the Bears were driving down the field in the second half. I think it was late third quarter into the fourth quarter, and they were within a score. They had an opportunity there if they had not gotten stopped on fourth down to maybe take a lead in that game in the fourth quarter. And then Green Bay got the ball back and they blew it wide open. And the score looked much different than the game actually played out for most of it. But I think that's probably what the Rams are going to try and do. Run the ball, shorten the game, similar to what the Bears did a couple of weeks ago. I just think the injuries are too much. Jared Goff's not 100%. You've got Cooper Cup who's banged up. You've got Aaron Donald, who's dealing with the rib injury. I just feel like the injuries are a little bit too much. Give Jared Goff credit, man. The guy gutted it out in in the game against Seattle when he first suffered the thumb injury. He wasn't close to 100% last week. I was surprised he didn't start last week. But he went out there. He made enough throws. It was clearly bothering him. And he gutted it out. I just think Green Bay's healthier. I think they're rested. And I think they're at home. I think it could be tight. If it were seven, I might not like the Packers. But at six and a half, I'm going to take Green Bay minus the six and a half.
1: Wear them out. Let's go all day.
5: Ravens and Bills. This is the Saturday night game on NBC, and this is the game of the weekend for me. I I started the show talking about it. I think this is fantastic just because of all the implications it has and all the tentacles attached to it moving forward because I think whoever loses quarterback-wise is going to have the label of You know, he does some great things, but just can't get his team over the hump. I think both teams are in similar spots, actually, because they got past a major hurdle and narrative last week. If you think about it, what was the Josh Allen conversation we were having a week ago? man, he's been in the playoffs before. It was against the Texans last year and he melted down. Well, he got past that and the Bills got past that playoff hurdle. They had not been able to win a playoff game since the mid-90s and they looked relieved in doing so. Same with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. It looked like that was a statement game for Lamar Jackson and the fact that Lamar Jackson threw the early interception and came back and rallied and won that game and looked the way he did, I thought was a big moment for him. So, my feeling was if they could get back this and past this initial issue with trying to win their first playoff game maybe they could go on a roll but I could only pick one and I'm taking the Ravens there's something about this team and this playoffs that I love I can't explain it it I don't even know if it's that they won all those games in a row towards the end of the regular season I just get this sense that they don't deal with the pressure like they were dealing with the past two years hosting home playoff games, especially last year with the bye week. And I think it comes down to a couple of things for me the number two offense in the Bills against the number two defense in the Ravens, and specifically in this game, the Ravens' top-rated rushing attack against the Bills' defense that was in the bottom half of the league this season and stopping the run. I think it's going to be close, but I love the points. And I actually think the Ravens, like they did last week and like I predicted last week, win this game outright. Them being on a short week is concerning to me, but I'm going to take the Ravens plus the three.
1: Wear them out. Let's go all day.
5: Browns
2: and Chiefs.
5: Kansas City is a nine and a half point favorite. It's 10 in some places. It's nine and a half in others. I like Kansas City minus the nine and a half. This is the first game on Sunday. I'll be honest. There's some bad blood for me in making this pick. All right, I did the same thing with the Dolphins earlier this season. I felt like I was right. I, I projected, I predicted uh, that the Cleveland Browns were going to lose that game and lose it big last week, and the fact that they won that game and I got all sorts of heat about it on Twitter. There is some bad blood for me on this, so I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm letting you know this right now. I'm taking the Chiefs. It's why I'm not a professional gambler because I get emotional about this, and then I get attached to it, and I get really competitive and so I hold grudges, and I'm holding a grudge against the Cleveland Browns, and I love the Browns organization. I, I, I've, I've supported the Browns organization for years. I've defended them. But last week pissed me off because I went 4-2, and two and all I got crap for was the Browns lost. I'm taking the Chiefs. So many people I hear or talk to are terrified of trusting Kansas City. Why? Because down the stretch, they were in a bunch of tight games. Last year in the playoffs, is that what you're worried about? Last year in the playoffs, they they started off slow, and we don't, you know, you can't just flip a switch in the NFL. Check this out, okay? Against the Texans in the playoffs last year, they trailed 24 to nothing. Not only did they win that game, they covered the spread by a lot. Then they trailed against the Tennessee Titans, And they won and covered the spread. Then they went to the Super Bowl against the 49ers. They trailed for a while all the way into the fourth quarter. And they still won and still covered the spread. I think this is the biggest route of the weekend. And I may have been wrong on Cleveland last week. But I want you to listen to me clearly. Listen to me clearly. The Browns are going to get decapitated by Kansas City. I'm calling it right now. It is going to be a wipeout. I like the Chiefs minus nine and a half.
1: Wear them out. Let's go all day.
2: Buccaneers at Saints. This
5: is the last game of divisional weekend in the NFL. New Orleans is a three-point favorite, and I'll be honest with you, this is my least confident pick of the weekend. I just – I feel pretty good about the other ones. There's some concerns. This is my least confident pick of the weekend. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Um – I didn't think at times that either team was all that impressive last week. I felt like there were opportunities for the Bears and Washington in those games. But I think there's been a lot made of the two meetings this season, which is fine. But if you look closer at these two meetings, I can make an argument... For why they're maybe not as damning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a lot of people do. I mean, the first meeting was the first game of the season. There was hardly any offseason. You had a bunch of new pieces. They're trying to figure this all out, and Tampa Bay's got to go on the road. That's a tough spot to put them in. The second game was so ugly, so early that i I mean I, i looked at that as whatever could go wrong did go wrong for tampa bay it was similar to cleveland pittsburgh last week it just got off to such an ugly start that it's one of those games that you just go hey man terrible performance we got worked you just forget about it and you try and move on, and it's not to diminish the Saints' victories, but I'm just not sold on those as much as some people are. and And check this out. And I reached out to our guy Mackenzie, who's uh, he's a producer and he works on Straight Out of Vegas, and he does great research. And I asked him, "What is Brady's record facing a team?" who he's lost the previous two meetings to so the te- if if Brady's facing a team he's lost the previous two meetings to what is his record in that third game and in Brady's career he's 14 and 4 so you've got the Saints who have beaten Brady two times in a row this season. You're getting the third meeting. It's really hard to beat a team three times in a year. I'm going to trust the history of Tom Brady, and I'm going to trust Tampa Bay on the road plus the three. I'm not confident about it. It's my least confident pick, but I'll roll with the Bucs. And that is the divisional weekend edition of Knox Locks.
6: Knox. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest f- bet I ever heard of.
5: Yeah, it's probably 0 and 4. You know what, though? I don't care. Fearless. I mean, after, after the crap I got last week. Not intimidated. I'm going to let you guys bully me. Uh, all right. Jonas Knox here, at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. We are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. All right. Coming up next. Finally, finally. Something you can really sink your teeth into, and you can really get into it, and it's from a surprising source. We will dive into that next year on FSR.
2: The most popular sports talk radio host on the island of Guam is Jonas Knox.
6: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
5: god jesus christ oh man i'm not top five most hated songs of all time this, this one's for you, song sucks man <laughs> just like who thought this was good what what record producer what, like what album producer heard this and said you know what this is gonna be a hit uh, i don't know but they were definitely british so oh, there's my god. something there this song sucks and you know what if you're listening to this and you like this song, you suck too. How's that? All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over five minutes from now here on FSR, we are going to have another edition of Guess That Garbage. It is the hottest NFL trivia show anywhere on sports radio. Guess that garbage coming up in a little over five minutes from now. If you want to be a part of it, eight seven seven ninety nine on fox is the phone number. eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Guess that garbage coming up a little over five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Operators are standing by. Um, James Harden is now a Brooklyn Net. I mean, what the f, man? <laughs> like, right, like the NBA, what the hell is going on? So James Harden, I, I don't even, like. Ah, the Houston Rockets gave him everything, like anything he could possibly want. Gave him everything. I mean, he's got his jersey up at a strip club. Uh, Any player that he wanted, he wanted to play with friends, he wanted point guards, he wanted this, he wanted it. Like, they gave him everything. They gave him an offense that enabled him to score 36 a game. They gave him everything. Yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. He explained his decision on Friday.
8: As far as with Houston, after the bubble, after that loss, just wanted to reevaluate my career and and the direction that the organization was going. And then you look from top to bottom from general manager leaving to Mike D'Antoni leaving to reevaluating our personnel and see if we had enough to compete with the best teams in this league. And, you know, as time went on and free agency and things like that started to go on, it was like I felt like we didn't have a chance. You know, as much as I love the city of Houston, love being there, I think at the point of my career, it's not about money. It's not about anything else, but having a chance of reaching the ultimate goal is, you know, it's the winning. It didn't go as smooth as I would I would love it to go. But I think, you know, both sides are happy.
5: I mean, I just the fact that this stuff go and let me I'll, t- I'll say this, though. I'll say this. I'm really interested in it. I have not really been interested in an NBA story in quite some time. I feel like a lot of it is, is orchestrated, and a lot of it is is a little too overdramatic and a little bit too diva, and I'm really interested to see how it works. Because I love James Harden. I've always defended James Harden. When people said... This has always been my biggest pushback on James Hart. When people say, oh, God, but it's just just boring, you know? It's just like, I mean, he just, you know, he dribbles a bunch. And then, dude, the name of the game is scoring the basketball. And I don't know that we've ever seen anybody do it like him. I mean, he scored, like, he averaged 36 points a game in a season. That's been done twice. Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan and James Harden did it and we got to watch it. And there's people thinking, "Uh, you know, it's just kind of, it's just like, and the comparisons like, well, you know, it's like Floyd Mayweather, man. I mean, he's a good, great fighter, but it's just boring. How could that be boring? I I don't know how that's boring. I'll watch a Floyd Mayweather fight all day. He, he's amazing at his craft there there are different different things there's you know some people like the you know like I like Zion he's explosive and, and gets to the rim I love Steph his you know the flash the shooting you know pulling up from 30 feet and 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 draining a shot and changing it and revolutionizing the game and I love James Harden that guy can score at a clip that's amazing and pretty durable guy, plays all, every game in the regular season. You can say, well, you know, he's chasing stats. Fine, chasing stats. And, well, you know, but when he gets to the postseason, he comes up short. Like, all that's I, – I just – this whole thing, I have no idea how they expect this to work. I mean, Kyrie Irving, who the hell knows with that guy? I mean, who – I, I have – I mean, like, I, I, like I'm, I'm waiting to hear that Kyrie Irving has been abducted by aliens. Like, I'm waiting for Like, when's that coming out? Because I've seen everything else from Kyrie Irving. And he's got a major uh, He's indecisive. And he's always, you know, one minute it's I want to do this. And the next minute it's that. And it's just he's all – like, I don't know how they think this is going to work. If maybe they're just so talented – if if they're if they're, they're such great scores that they're just going to overwhelm teams. I have no idea how they possibly think that these guys are going to coexist. But I am fascinated to watch. I can't wait to watch. As a matter of fact, like this is if you ask me. Hey, when football's Bad over, morning. what are you what are you going to watch? When football's over, uh, the Nets, Brooklyn. I I, I want to see. How's this gonna work? I, I gotta see it. Like that. That's the part that's gonna be a, a lot of fun. Uh, let's go live, to our. I have an update on whether or not Kyrie Irving will be abducted by aliens. Insider Chris Perfet for the latest. Chris.
2: Well, we did have a sighting from you know uh, a saucer from the Andromeda Galaxy. So you might might get an update there. I, I just Good. wanted to ask you though. Do you think because I've seen some interesting thoughts about this move, either that this was kind of a speaking of Kyrie, that this, this was either a move as insurance against Kyrie Irving being AWOL or it was basically done to entice Kyrie Irving to come back, which which do you think is probably more likely that this is like lure to get Kyrie to come back? Look, we got you hard in, or. All right. This is just in case Kyrie never shows up again.
5: I don't know. That, that that's the best <laughs> part about this. I've, I swear to God, like, I Kyrie Irving is so weird. Like he and and I like weird people. Like I I, I enjoy. I don't like being around people that are like me. Like I want, I want people that have different opinions, people that, that like different things. Like I, I love all that stuff. I don't want to be around a bunch of me's because I'd be miserable. Like I, I, so I, Kyrie's weird and he's different, and so I love. But I have no, I, I don't know what, like, what's going to happen next. Now, for entertainment purposes, I hope he comes back because I want to see those three guys on the floor together, and I want to see those three guys try and make a run at a title together. That, that's what I want to see but I don't know if you're the Nets you, you just you're like okay and Steve Nash is probably looking around going dude like can we just play like we got enough going on like why do we need Like, it's that's why I, I just think this is one of the more interesting decisions made by a team in a long long time how they expect this to work I have no clue but we will wait and see
2: I'm just uh, curious d- to see what happens if they get like in a one three hole in the playoffs like what happens there
5: I just I just want to sit back and watch. I yeah. swear to God, like I just I think I think it's going to be so fascinating to see how this thing plays out. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are going to play Guess That Garbage coming up next here on FSR eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Guess That Garbage is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Figures.
7: All right, and in the NBA Friday night, the Lakers improved to a league best eleven three. They notched a one twelve to ninety five win over the Pelicans. LeBron James. 21 points, 11 boards, and 8 assists. Anthony Davis with 17 points along with 3 steals and 3 blocked shots against his former team. LA has won 5 games in a row. Their counterparts, the Clippers, were in Sacramento. They mollywhopped the Kings 138-100 to as Kawhi Leonard scored 27 points. Paul George chipping in 26 as the Clippers have won 4 of their last 5. Milwaukee has won 4 straight. 112-109, the final score as they beat the Mavericks. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 31 points, although he was just 1-10 for for from the free throw line. Donovan Mitchell, 26 for Utah. They beat the Hawks. Atlanta's lost five of their last six. Shea Gildas-Alexander, 33 points and 10 assists to lead Oklahoma City to an overtime win over the Bulls. Cleveland and Boston with victories. College Hoops, ninth ranked Wisconsin with the win over Rutgers. The Falcons hire Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith as their new head coach. Discover matches all the cashback you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at Discover dot com slash yes 2020 Nelson report limitations apply back to Jonas Knox
5: thanks Kev Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio coming up in uh, we'll call it 12 minutes from now here on FSR there was a move made in the NFL I I have not heard anybody speak badly of it which makes me wonder. So we will get into that here coming up uh, 12 minutes from now on Fox sports radio uh, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show and we do it every single week. And it's called this.
6: Oh my God. What, what the hell is that smell?
1: These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stonky stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's guess that garbage.
5: Damn right, it's Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio, where we go around the country, occasionally we go around the world, and we see who out there knows these basic NFL trivia questions. These are all pretty easy. These are all relating to things that have happened in recent days in the world of the NFL. And for whatever reason, for the most part, you guys struggle at this. I don't get it, but here we are again, so let's give it a whirl. Uh, And let's start out up in Olympia where Blind Seahawks fan is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Blind Seahawks fan, what's happening?
4: What, nothing much. Jonas just playing Madden. What about you?
5: Uh, just hanging out. Now, are, are you uh, really blind? Yeah. <laughs> like fully blind? Yeah, like I'm fully blind. Like I, it's a thing. I okay. can't see. Okay. Blind Scott be like DMing me on Twitter all the time. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, he, well, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? How the hell are you playing Madden? By sound. No kidding.
0: Yeah, I played uh, Roberto. Uh, he works on the Ben Maller show as producer. He
4: said, "Who, who wants to play Madden?" And I replied to a tweet, and he beat me thirty-five
5: to twelve. But I still tried. Wow, well, he was probably running up the score. He's a terrible human being. Yeah, uh, that, that Roberto. he like
0: the last two minutes. <laughs>
5: yeah, he's. You know, I have a buddy. I, I swear, one of the most amazing athletic feats. I don't even know if you call it athletic, but I have a buddy who turned his back to the screen and beat the first eight guys in Mike Tyson's punch out. Wow. Literally turned his back. Just by listening to the to their movements, he would be he beat the first. I think he got to, like, the second bald bowl or something like that. Did he have, like, Just headphones a, on or something to like enhance his noise? No, like no. We were, it was back in the day on a, on a little, like, a, a boob tube, not even a flat screen HDTV. Back to the wow. screen and beat the first seven or eight guys in Mike Tyson's punch out. One of the most That's amazing impressive. things I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. It was uh, incredible. Uh, yeah. All right. So, um, here we go. So, we've got blind Seahawks fan in Olympia listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, you saw that Urban Meyer is now the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, correct? Yep. So here's my question for you. Which Max school gave Urban Meyer his first head coaching job? Uh, oh, dude, I'm going to get this wrong. I already know it.
4: You know what? Let's go with... Ohio State even. I know it's wrong, but I have no
5: idea. Hey, you know what? At least you took a guess. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, it is incorrect. It's Nothing a Mac school and that Mac school is Bowling Green. Alright, Bowling Green uh, is the name of the school, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, we appreciate you calling in and, and that's awesome. Keep, uh, keep grinding on Madden and don't let Roberto from the Ben Maller Show bully you on Madden anymore. Don't let that happen. Uh, so, uh, just, no, it's not a good look. Uh, Alright, let's go to uh, let's go to Joey who's in washington listening here on fox sports radio joey what's happening
4: oh man what's
5: going on joey
4: i uh, not a lot of just uh hanging out late night excited for uh my packers to play tomorrow
5: all right now uh now are you uh are you having a couple of cocktails or are you saving it until tomorrow and then uh or later on today and then you're gonna let it fly
4: uh, a little bit of pre-funk today, and then I'll let, I'll let it fly uh, when when we're letting it fly against the Rams.
5: Okay, very good. Uh, now, I have a question for you. Uh, it is a multiple-choice question. So the Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Uh, yeah. Before last Sunday, who was the last quarterback to win a playoff game for the Browns? Here are your options. Was it Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverdi, Kelly Holcomb, Tim Couch, or Tim Futon?
4: <laughs> uh, I, I uh, you know i'm not exactly sure i'll take a shot in the dark though and say uh tim couch that
8: is
5: incorrect uh, uh, yeah the correct answer would be Vinny Testaverdi. yeah that would be the correct answer good guess though but uh but that is uh incorrect uh let's go to uh speaking of ohio let's go to mitchell who's in ohio listening here on fox sports radio mitchell what's happening uh, what's up sir uh no just hanging out uh you ready to you ready to play this game or what yeah all right so i got a true or false question for you here on fox sports radio now are you tossing papers right now is that what i'm hearing yeah all right now how cold is it where
6: you're at it's really not that cold it's like in the low 30s but it's trying.
5: all right i'll trade you it's like 85 out here it's miserable right I, 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 would, I would gladly trade you trust me uh, all right so here's it mitchell here's the question i have for you so we've uh, got the uh, rams and packers this weekend it's a true or false true or false jared goff has never won a road playoff game in his career is that true or false mm-hmm. they beat new orleans in new
7: orleans so that had to be false
5: that is correct. That is correct. Yeah, a little, a little trickery there, but uh, you are too good. That is correct. Uh, New Orleans, and also, although he didn't start, he won last week in Seattle. So, uh, so that is, uh, that is correct. Uh, let's go to, to speaking of Seattle, Anthony in Seattle here on Fox Sports Radio. Anthony, what's happening? Well, not too much. Just got home from long, long day of work. All right. Well, uh, listen, uh, we'll, we won't keep you for too long here. Uh, we're just uh, playing a little NFL trivia game here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, my question for you is in regards to the Ravens and the Bills, right? So the Buffalo Bills lost one time at home all season. Which team? Is that the Hail Mary with Arizona? No, that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. the kansas city chiefs uh, the kansas city chiefs were the only team to beat the buffalo bills in buffalo this weekend so that is uh that is incorrect uh last one here on fox sports radio uh, you guys are are doing poorly uh and it's not looking good uh, but we go to fred who is in vanier is this uh, is this fred and vanier
4: Yeah, uh, we oui.
5: yes we oui. yes. uh, okay and uh, and so where where is i don't i'm not familiar with vanier where's that located
4: it's a suburb of Ottawa.
5: Oh, nice! So you're up in Canada. Yes. Bitch. All right. Bit. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, now, what are you doing, Fred? You an a... What are you drinking? Getting ripped?
4: Well, I just made myself a coffee and put a little bit of Canadian Club in it to sweeten it because uh, right. I don't like white sugar.
1: Okay. <laughs> now,
5: but Canadian Club is booze, correct? It's Canadian whiskey. Yes, okay. it is from Walkerville. All right. So now, if you ever go out to, like, get coffee, do you ask for Canadian Club or do you just go with the sugar? Because that feels like a significant upgrade from sugar to a Canadian Club.
4: You would have to get uh, that in a bar, which
5: are not open now. Oh, okay, Very good. Because of COVID. Uh, Yeah, no, listen, I mean. You have to bring your own uh, whiskey with you. They, some people do it anyways you know they, even no covid or I've not heard some of that. people yeah they do listen uh, it's a flask friday in some places uh, all right so uh, so here we go fred here's my question for you it's on the bucks and the saints game you got tom brady you got drew brees my question for you is this who has more career playoff losses tom brady or drew brees tom brady that is correct That is correct. Job well done by Fred with his coffee and vodka or whiskey or whatever he said. Uh, That is correct. Uh, Tom Brady, three more playoff losses than Drew Brees. And that. Is a two and three performance in this week's edition of Guess That Garbage. You are right. garbage. Job well done by everybody involved. We will He's play again uh, next week. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at ninety nine percent of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes two thousand twenty Nielsen report. Limitations apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Up next, a move in the NFL. That hardly anybody is speaking out against. We'll get into it here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. uh, It could be the last chance... For somebody in the NFL, we will get into that here coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, the New York Jets have hired uh, Robert Sala as their head coach. And here's, we don't know. Everything. And we don't, a lot of this stuff, you know, we, we hear, you know, uh, conversations that leak past the locker room, but we don't really know. We just hear the stuff on the outside. And so that was always my, you know, my point against, you know, Carson Wentz. Like we've heard so many little things about Carson Wentz. My, my big question was they can't all be just made up, right? like 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 all these you know stories about him not getting along with players or being a little bit of a diva or like some of these other things that have come out they can't all be made up right i mean we keep hearing people deny these reports but they continue to happen and and i just look at that and go there's got to be something there. It may not be something big, but there's got to be something there. Otherwise, these things don't just imaginary, imaginarily just pop up, you know, out of nowhere. Like, And then you go, oh, God, well, this stuff is completely made up. That It's happened so many times, and so many different people have said it. There's got to be something to it. And I kind of feel that, but in the opposite, when it comes to this Robert Sala hiring for the Jets. Because I have not heard anybody say, Well, I don't know about this one. I don't know if this is a great hire. Universally, the Jets are being applauded for the hire from everybody, whether it's players that played for him, people around the NFL, people that covered Robert Sala, people that know him, love this hire, absolutely love this hire. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be a success. It doesn't mean that this is going to result in wins. I think He's obviously got a lot to do uh, with that roster. they got to figure out what they're doing with Sam Darnold. they got to figure out what they're going to be doing moving forward. So it doesn't guarantee that there's going to be success because things can happen and things don't work out. But when you have so many people talking about what a great guy and great leader and great coach this guy. And and, I, and it's everybody from all different walks of life in the NFL circles go. That tells me that the Jets hired a good one because they can't all be wrong. When it's that many people similar to the Carson Wentz stuff, they can't just all be fake and made up stories. These people just can't all be wrong when it comes to Robert Sala and everything I've heard. Fantastic hiring. If you're a Jets fan, you got to be happy about it. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Up next, it could be the end of the road for somebody in the NFL. We'll have that
0: for you here on FSR.
5: So could this be the last chance, one last time for somebody in the NFL? We will dive into that and get into it coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are taking part in the program, we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun, taking you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern. Time three o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, a four-hour extravaganza. One of the great weekends in sports. Now, uh, last weekend I said it was the greatest football weekend, greatest three-day football stretch in the history of our lives because we had the the three wild card games on Saturday, the three on Sunday, and you had the national championship game. I can't do that again because uh, you know I'm not one of these guys who likes to you know just lives by one week at a time and everything's the greatest thing of all time but uh, this is a pretty phenomenal weekend and I you can argue for every underdog this weekend as to why you think they have a legitimate chance to win and that's what's so fascinating about it and that's what's going to be so much fun to watch as we've got four games this weekend uh, and then man after this weekend we only have three left think about that we only have three NFL games left after this weekend you know and it actually brings up the point you really got to enjoy and take in these moments while you got them, right? You have to. You got to take in these moments while you got them because there's no guarantees. And we know that, and we tell ourselves that, but we all work under the assumption that we're just going to be back here. You know, like, like don't worry about Like, they always tell you, you know, uh, live in the moment. Tomorrow's not promised, all right? Well, I don't know about you, but I've already made plans for tomorrow. Okay, so uh, we we all, we know this fundamentally. uh, We we know this psychologically. We know, hey, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Anything could happen. You got to live, take it one day at a time. But we still plan ahead, all of us. Nobody actually lives moment to moment. You don't. Like, you still assume there's going to be a tomorrow. There's going to be a next week, a next month. We all just assume that it doesn't it doesn't make us you know uh, uh uh bad people it doesn't it just that's the way we operate so when someone says you got to live in the moment it's like, okay well that's cool and all but i got stuff to do so like i don't like, I, 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 get, I get it, you know, a f- a great philosophy, but I, I got stuff to do. Like, I, I, I got a plan for something. What do you want me to do? Wait until the last minute and then book a flight so I can pay $900 more than I would have paid if I booked in advance? Like, I'm, I'm just not working that way. And so we all just assume, oh, we're just everything's going to be the same. You know, like, everything's going to go well. Like, this is all just – it's a slow climb, and it's not. And this stuff doesn't last forever. And the reason I bring that up is I was looking back at just the divisional championship weekend of the past couple of years. And I just went back a couple of years because I didn't want to make it too confusing and go all the way back and whatnot. And so I'm just looking at some of the teams that were in the uh, – and this time last year, you know, back when we didn't have to have masks on our face – Uh, This time last year, here were a couple of the teams that were in the divisional round of the playoffs. This time last year, the Vikings and the Texans and the Seahawks and uh, I don't know about you, but the Vikings stunk up the joint this year. Uh, the Texans just fired their head coach. It's total chaos and turmoil. Their franchise quarterback doesn't want to be there anymore, allegedly, and he's going to Twitter. To, to you know, by the way, the fact that the Texans were in the divisional round of the playoffs. I mean, man, what a what a terrible situation for Deshaun Watson to be in. Uh, and then you got the Seattle Seahawks who just fired their offensive coordinator, and their offense totally regressed. And that was just a year ago. And then I'm looking the year before that, and I'm seeing the philadelphia eagles and i like talk about just a disaster the head coach is gone the franchise quarterback is 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 a complete and total mess upstairs uh, all the drama and the chaos coming out of there uh, the chargers were in the divisional round they were in this spot just 2 years ago the la chargers they don't have a coach now and they were in this spot just two years ago. You know who else was in this spot just two years ago? The Dallas Cowboys. And they're the armpit fart of football. Like, they couldn't win the East. And it, the division was a disaster. They couldn't, like, and we're talking, this was just two years ago. So I'm looking at all these teams were in this exact spot just two years ago, and you can't help but think, all right, so so who's not going to be back here next year? Because the NFL is not, you know, like the NBA, you can count on one through eight or at least one through six or five. You kind of know the NFL is different. You know, like it's not like these teams that get here, they're not always going to be here every year. So if tomorrow's not promised from an NFL standpoint, If you're a fan, you're looking at this going, man, this is the best. Okay, it's great, but take it all in because no joke, tomorrow's not promised in the NFL. I just gave you multiple examples, and that's just going back two years, of teams who were in this exact spot who two years later – are looking for a new coach, a new GM, trading their franchise quarterback, are in a losing situation. And that was just within the last year and two years of this exact spot. So I'm looking at all the teams that are sitting in the playoffs right now. And I'm looking around going, okay, so so who in this spot isn't going to be here next year? All right, who can look at this weekend as your one last chance? I mean... The obvious ones, you could say, are the L.A. Rams and the Cleveland Browns. All right, that, those would be the two obvious ones. Those feel like the teams that you look at and you go, all right. The Rams, Jared Goff at times looks like he's a really high-functioning quarterback in Sean McVay's offense, and then there's other times where things get bad or things get ugly early, and he just melts down, completely melts down. And we've seen it multiple times now, whether it was the Super Bowl against the Patriots, the Sunday night game against the Bears a couple of years ago, the game earlier this season against the Dolphins. There are those moments, even the first game against, the game against Seattle a couple of weeks ago, where Jared Goff got the injury. Before the injury, he threw an interception, one of those, listen, I know I could never do what he does for a living, but I know I definitely wouldn't do that, what he just did. And that was before the injury. So you look at the Rams and go, man, we don't know what's going to happen to this franchise moving forward. Maybe this is one of their last chances to try and get something done. And then you look at the Cleveland Browns. You can say, oh, well, you know, the Browns just got here, and you know, they've got this young roster, and they're building, and they're growing. Okay, but if you believe in history at all, and, and some people think history is really important, then the history would tell you that it's probably going to be, I don't know, like a couple of decades before they get back to this point again. So the Browns and the Rams would be the most obvious of the teams, and they're the lowest-seeded teams, that you would look at and say, who from this batch of teams remaining in the NFL playoffs is not going to be back here a year from now? And the obvious would be the Rams and the Browns. Here's some other, and maybe the most obvious to me, that a lot of people aren't thinking about, the New Orleans Saints. Let's be honest. Drew Brees isn't coming back next year. He's done. All right? Drew Brees, is, it's over. I mean, his head coach already spilled the beans earlier this year and then had to backtrack and cover it up. He was in an interview. Remember Drew Brees signed this two-year deal? And it was kind of a weird off-season for Drew Brees. He said some stuff, and then people made him feel guilty about it. And then he had like nine apologies afterwards. So I'm like trying to figure out, okay, contract, apology. Like all these things are happening. And it was just a weird, weird offseason for Drew Brees. Um, and then, he, you know, he's got all these Instagram posts and just, you know, just very, very weird stuff. But Drew Brees signed this two-year deal, and... Then you heard these rumblings about a broadcasting career. He already had a contract signed. A contract was out there, and uh, he was going to be uh, you know, moving on to NBC, and he was going to take over there at NBC. He was going to do the whole Tony Romo thing. And so he signs this two-year deal with the Saints, and his head coach in an interview says, uh, yeah, you know, this is Drew's last year, something along those lines. And it kind of piqued everybody's attention. because I thought, well, hold on a second. He signed a two-year deal. What do you mean this is last year? And then his coach had to come back and say, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm an idiot. No, no, no. You said exactly what you know. This is it. He's done. And the reports after the fact have all said, yeah, the Saints kind of had to talk him into coming back this year. Like, he was, he was ready to walk away almost, and they had to talk him into coming back this year. This is his last year, which means Sunday could be his last game, which means... After Drew Brees, what's the plan? I mean, what's the plan? These windows don't stay open forever. I know we all assume that, that y'all, tomorrow is promised and it's going to be the same. No, 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 no. No, no. Just give you examples just of the past couple of years. These windows don't stay open forever. And this has been my big thing on the Saints. I, they have, over the past couple of years, suffered some of the most devastating postseason losses that I can recall. Whether it's the Minneapolis miracle, the botched pass interference non-call in the NFC title game to the Rams, or last year's game against the Vikings in which uh, you know the, uh, Kyle Rudolph, you can argue, pushed off in the end zone. like They have lost some just catastrophic playoff games. And you just can't expect it's going to be here forever. So if you know that this is Drew Brees' final season, which makes every single game potentially his final game, there's the real chance that this is it for the Saints. That the Saints, as the successful, well-run, well-organized, um, uh, winning football pro team and and franchise that we've known for the past couple of years and the past maybe decade, if you think about all the playoff appearances and the Super Bowl decade plus and the NFC title game back in 07 and all, this is it. Because it's rare that you find and land two franchise-caliber quarterbacks in a row. I mean, how often does it happen? The Packers found it. Brett Favre rolled right into Aaron Rodgers. The Indianapolis Colts had it. Peyton Manning, you know, you had your little Curtis Painter appetizer, and then he rolled right into Andrew Luck. You can argue the Chargers kind of have it. I mean, Phillip Rivers is a franchise quarterback, and now they've got Justin Herbert. But it's not often that that happens, that you just roll right into another franchise quarterback. And if quarterback is so important in this league, then that's kind of a problem. And it's not like the Saints are picking high atop the draft. So if this is Drew Brees' final year, and this could be Drew Brees' final game, maybe this is the final opportunity for the Saints to really make a run because they know the odds of us landing another quarterback to his caliber is slim and none. Well, I mean, look what he did, what Sean Payton did with Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater's not there anymore. Well, oh, he's got Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the Taysom Hill experiment. And let me tell you something. He turned the ball over way too much. Do you think it's Jameis Winston? Do you think there's trust in Jameis Winston? So I just, I look at all these teams and... Every year, we see at least a couple of them that not only don't get back to this point the next year, but they also have major changes after the fact, whether it's a coach, a quarterback, a a firings, um, drama, dysfunction, and that's just the last couple of years. So outside of what we perceive as the obvious ones, which would be the Rams and the Browns that may not get here and may not be here a year from now, I think the Saints are the next in line. Because I think it all comes down to this year. And if they don't get it done this year... I don't know if they ever will. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com/slash/s2020 Nelson Report. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. There is something in the NFL that everybody is scared to do. They don't want to do it. People don't want to talk like this. I'm not scared. I'll say it because everybody else is. That's next here on FSR. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now, or we'll call it 10 minutes from now, all right? Let's be precise here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, If you've never heard the game before, it is Radio Gold. Uh, Do not go anywhere. You do want to be a part of this. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Operators are standing by. We're looking for two participants who want to be a part of the game, a pro wrestler or a porn star. Again, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, people are are looking at all these games this weekend, and they're trying to get a gauge as to how they think it's going to go. And I don't know why people are – there, and I'm hearing a lot of this – and they're almost talking themselves out of it because they're just assuming. And I, I don't know if it's the number of points or if it's because you just saw something last week. And you, But this idea that Cleveland's got a real shot against Kansas City, uh, I just don't see it, man. I, I I, do not see it at all. I think it's going to be a wipeout. I really do. I, th- I think it's going to be a wipeout. But I think part of this is, well, it's a couple of things now everyone okay there's this is threefold right here's how it goes underlying the underlying theme of all of this is that people don't want to get stuff wrong because they're afraid that other people are going to be mean to them on twitter like that's really what it is and they don't want to get anything wrong so they just either don't have opinions on certain things, or they try and hedge their bets, or they have qualifiers. or they're And so nobody wants to just pick against the Cleveland Browns, because if they end up being wrong, then all of a sudden it's going to come back and they're going to get a lot of heat for it on Twitter. I don't care. I said it earlier, the Browns are getting decapitated this weekend. They're going to get smoked. And you can say, well, you said the same thing last weekend. Okay, so what are the odds I'm going to be wrong twice? You know, what are the odds? So I'm saying it right now. I, I think this is easy. I think Kansas City's going to walk over the Cleveland Browns, and I don't say that with any sort of angst towards the Cleveland Browns. Um, I, I, I love the organization. I love uh, the, the Browns' story. I love the fact that their fan base is actually getting to see them in playoff games. I like watching them play. I love the, the run-first style of play that they have. I love their approach last week against Pittsburgh. They came out. They, uh, uh, you know, uh, got a, got a lead early, and you would have thought, okay, they're just going to run the ball and milk the clock, and they didn't. They trusted Baker Mayfield, and he made throws down the field, and Pittsburgh was shook. So I love all of that, but I think Kansas City's going to win this game, and I think they're going to win this game by a lot. I'm telling you, I think they're going to bludgeon them, and the so you've got people are afraid to be wrong. Then you've got people looking at the Browns last week as also why there's some t- people are terrified to want to make a pick and make a bold pick on this game. And here's the other thing we look at the Cleveland, we look at the Kansas City Chiefs and we go well you know they struggled down the stretch of the season you know they uh, uh against the spread they were 07 and 1 or whatever the whatever the number was and then you go you know and it wasn't even just the regular season what about last year in the playoffs you know they i get it last year in the playoffs that was pretty bizarre it's weird that you have a bye week you end up getting a bye week because New England loses to Miami in week 17. And then you open up at home against Houston and you go down 24 to nothing. That's weird. It's really weird. doesn't make sense that you would go down 24 to nothing to the Houston Texans. It's strange. Yeah. They won by 20. Like, isn't it, are, are we forgetting that? They won by 20. Well, you know, they struggled down the stretch and, you know, they they you know, seem like they're kind of coasting a little bit. And then uh, what we saw in the playoffs last year, they won by 20. They easily covered the spread. Down 24, won by 20. The Tennessee game. Well, they were trained to the Tennessee Titans. You know, Tennessee Adam them against the ropes, had them, their backs on the ropes. And, you know, yeah. And they won that game by a lot. And they won that game pretty comfortably. Okay, so what else? Well, what about the 49ers? You know, the San Francisco 49ers. They had them down. And if not for that Tyree kill completion, you know, what are we talking? Okay, agreed. And it looked bad. Emma Holmes didn't look good early. And what ended up happening? They won that game comfortably. Like, we seem to forget. We, we're trying to, we're overthinking this whole thing. Sometimes the answers are right in front of you. They're different than everybody else. This is not normal. You like, remember when Golden State first became Golden State, and they were going up and down the floor, and they were pulling up from 30 feet, and they were hitting these threes, and you had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and, and the thought was, eh, you know, a jump shooting team can't do this. and you know, like We had all these old sort of philosophies and, and just these thoughts on, on the Golden State Warriors, and what ended up happening. They put together a dynasty revolutionized the game like we have these like thoughts when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs this season where it's like yeah you know yeah but you can't just flip a switch in the NFL the NFL is different you can't just you know you can't just coast in and then flip a switch what do you mean I just gave you three examples of them flipping a switch in the playoffs last year when you're down 24 nothing and you win by 20 That's not flipping a switch. When you're trailing again the next week at home and still win comfortably, that's not flipping a switch. When there's six minutes left to go in a Super Bowl and you're trailing and you end up winning by double digits, that's not flipping a switch. They did it three times last year in the playoffs So, while everybody else is scared and, oh, I don't know, you know, this Browns team, man, I'm not scared at all. I'll tell you right now print up the toe tags. The Browns are finished. It's over. It is over. And you can clip this and you could save it and you could do whatever you want with it. But I'm telling you right now the Browns are being taken to the morgue this weekend by the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. They are being taken to the morgue, print up the toe tags. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. This game's going to be a blowout. And let me tell you something. You can keep all this, and you can save it, and you can try and remind me of it. And I'll simply either say that you were drunk and you misheard me if I get it wrong, or I just won't respond to you and ignore it. And so much time will go by that you'll get caught up into something else. And then I don't have to address the next week. That's how this works. I have an out either way Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox we are going to play pro wrestler or porn star coming up here uh, next here on Fox Sports Radio 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 pro wrestler or porn star is next but for all the latest from around the world of sports Kevin Figures
7: all right and there was plenty of action in the NBA on Friday night the Lakers winning their fifth game in a row they defeated the Pelicans at Staples Center 112-95. LeBron James 21 points and 11 assists. Kawhi Leonard scored 27 for the Clippers. They steamrolled the Kings in Sacramento 138-100. to Clips have won four of their last five games. Celtics were without Jason Tatum, but still dominated Orlando 124-97. to Andre Drummond 33 points, 23 rebounds, leading Cleveland over the Knicks. The Bucs with their fourth straight victory. They edged the Mavericks 112-109. to Giannis Attentacumpa with 31 points and nine boards. Jazz dominating the Hawks while the Thunder beat the Bulls in overtime. College hoops in the Big Ten, Wisconsin with a 60-54 to 54 victory over Rutgers. In Major League Baseball, the Yankees have reportedly agreed to a one-year $11 million contract with two-time Cy Young Award winner Corey Kluber. In the NFL, Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith will be hired as the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at least 99% of places in the US that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes twenty twenty Nilson report limitations apply. Back to Jonas Knox.
5: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh one team made a decision in the NFL, and I just wonder, I just wonder. I'm not saying this is this is why they did it, but I just wonder if they were thinking that maybe history would repeat itself, and if that's the case. They could be in for a rude awakening. We'll get into that here coming up in about 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Pro wrestler or porn star here on FSR. It is the hottest game show in the history of sports talk radio. If you've never heard it, do not go anywhere. It is yours, and it's yours
6: right now. This is actually the greatest contest in all of radio, and I listen every week. (laughs) Is it a pro wrestler? or a porn star. Genitalia, I love that.
1: You have an affection for big men
6: time to guess that name
5: <laughs> it is that time pro wrestler or porn star here on fox sports radio where we go around the country sometimes we go around the world and we see who out there wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio and so let's go ahead and let's meet our participants here on fox sports radio uh let's go to jeff who's in texas listening here on fsr jeff what's happening
4: how much man, what's going
5: on? Uh you tell me, what are you doing, Jeff? What's what's going on? Are you working? Are you uh you driving, you drinking, what's happening?
4: Well, a little of both but I made it home safe and well I wasn't driving but yeah. Like, I drank, I hung out with buddies and I'm home and I'm ready to answer your trivia. I was actually on a few months ago, and I got every question right. And, like, I just want to see if I can do it again.
5: Well, listen, and and we appreciate you not drinking and driving. And for anybody listening, if you drink and drive, you're an idiot. With Ubers and Lyft and everything, there's no excuse. I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah,
6: yeah my, yeah. my my Uber driver doesn't really say much when he picks me up. He just picks me up and drops me off, and that's that's it. fine.
5: That's perfect. Uh, nobody wants to be talked to in the back of an Uber. They're trying not to throw up on, in the back seat. So I mean, listen, we're all uh, we're all on the same page here. All right. So we got right. Jeff in Texas here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's see uh, uh, who else uh, wants to be a part of this game. Let's go to Windsor, Ontario, where Cowboy is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Cowboy, what's happening? Oh, nothing nothing much,
4: Jonas. Oh, you know that song you hated last hour, uh, 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 Tub Thumpers by Chumbawamba? That's one of my favorite songs. And Jim Caldwell, 66 today. Happy 8th birthday to uh, little LeBon Curtis, the son of my uh, buddy uh, uh, Christopher Curtis, who's a two-time uh, Newbery Awards-winning author.
5: Well, hey, you, and uh, happy birthday to all involved, cowboy. You really like that song, uh, "Tub Thumping" by, uh, oh, of course. Chewbacca yeah. or whatever they're called.
4: Uh, Chumbawamba, uh, whatever.
5: Um, li- I think the song stinks, but, well, but again, we just have differences, you know. No, we just okay. have differences. Yeah. yeah right. Listen, oh, by the it. way,
4: they, that was their only hit. They were around from 1982 to 2012. They were
5: around in 1982.
4: Yeah, from 20, really? from 1982 to 2012, they disbanded it in 2012, and that was their only hit, uh, Tub Thumpers.
5: Yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, good riddance. Uh, you know the way, the way I see it. But again, uh, that's neither here nor there. Well, yeah. Got- well, c- yeah. Well, compared to
4: a lot of the crap you hear on the radio these days, I mean that song is golden.
5: Yeah, that's why I listen to Fox Sports Radio. There's no crap on Fox Sports Radio. That's a wall to wall, nothing but. Oh, and did you? Here, oh, and did, you so. did you?
4: Oh, and did you know that Doug Gottlieb was 45 yesterday?
5: I <laughs> did. I did not know that, Cowboy. You're the best man. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how you know all that. I did not know that Doug Gottlieb was 45 yesterday. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, all right, Cowboy. You want to play a pro Happy wrestler birthday. or a porn star? Oh, of course. All right, so here we go. All right, so this is how it works, guys. I've got a list of names. I'm going to start with Jeff in Texas. I'm going to go to Cowboy in Windsor, Ontario. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we've got a tiebreaker, sudden death overtime question. Easy enough, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, All right, so here we go. Jeff in Texas, you are first up here on Fox Sports Radio. This is pro wrestler or porn star. Jeff, the first name for you, sir, is Ebony Green, pro wrestler or porn star.
7: Porn star.
5: That is correct. Uh, very confident, uh, Jeff. Uh, you seem like you're familiar with Ebony's work. Very, very confident answer there. Uh, that is correct, uh, Ebony Green. Ebony Green. Well, not yet, uh, is a porn star. We go over to Cowboy in Windsor here on Fox Sports Radio. Cowboy, the name for you, sir, is Van Damage, pro wrestler or porn star? Uh, pro wrestler. That is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, incorrect. Van Damage is a porn star. I think you were thinking of, like, Rob Van Dam, uh, who's a, a, oh, a little pro wrestler. Yeah, but uh, Van Damage is a porn star. Uh, so we go back over to Jeff in Texas here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, next one up for you, sir, is Pee Wee Anderson, pro wrestler or a porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct. Jeff, you're on fire. You are on fire. You are up 2 to nothing here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. So we go back over to Cowboy here on Fox Sports Radio. Cowboy, uh, your turn. You need to start getting going here so we can sort of, uh, you know, make this a little bit closer of a game. Uh, Cowboy, the next name for you is Jenny Lovett, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Porn Star. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: i want me some glory hope
5: that's enough jerry uh yes that is uh that is correct cowboy uh i don't know how you guessed it but yes that is correct so we go over to uh jeff in texas here on fox sports radio uh jeff with a 2-1 lead here the next name for you sir is scott stud pro wrestler or porn star pro wrestler that is correct Jeff, you're on fire, man. Uh, you, you cannot be stopped in this game. So we go back over to Cowboy in Windsor. Cowboy, the uh, pressure is on. The name I just gave Jeff was Scott Studd. The name I've got for you is Big John Studd. Is that uh, pro wrestler or porn star?
4: Oh, he was a wrestler. He was one of my favorite WWF wrestlers. He died uh, 26 years ago.
5: <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do you know that, Cowboy. I wonder if uh, the,
4: the other guy named Stud you mentions his son.
5: I don't know, but ha- I, like, this is like uh, the part in Rain Man where he's counting toothpicks. How do you know? How do you know that Big John Stud died 26 years ago?
4: He uh, died, kidding. I believe. died, I believe, March twentieth, nineteen ninety five, and a couple of days after his birthday, he had cancer from uh, too mu- using too many uh, the, too much human growth hormone.
5: Okay.
6: Hold up.
5: Hey, Bo Benson, can you uh, before we move on, Bo Benson, can you look up when uh, Big John Stud died? Was it March twentieth, nineteen ninety five? Can we can we get Ye- double check
8: that? Yes, it was. I just looked it up. Yeah.
5: Cowboy. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man wow (laughs) i don't know know how you do it that's amazing uh all right so uh so we it's a three to two jeff with the lead here on fox sports radio jeff uh we the next one for you here on pro wrestler or porn star is Lani. pro wrestler or porn star porn star that is correct I mean, this this Jeff guy is unbelievable. He cannot be stopped. We go over to Cowboy in Windsor, Ontario, here on Fox Sports Radio. Equally unbelievable, but for other reasons, Cowboy, uh, this is a, to close, got to to keep close to tighten the game up a little bit here. The name for you, Cowboy, is Boom Boom Busty, pro wrestler um, or a porn star? Well, that's a uh, porn star. Hmm. That is incorrect. Not this time. Uh, Boom Boom Busty is a pro wrestler. Wow. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. And with that, uh, Cowboy, unfortunately, with where we're at, he's got a 4-2 lead. There's not enough of an opportunity to try and get back in the game. Uh, so Jeff in Texas is your winner here on Foxwood. Cowboy, cowboy, if you could do me a favor, stay right there because I, I have a question for you. But I want okay. to uh, congratulate Jeff. Jeff, you are awesome, man. You are undefeated. And you continue to roll here on Fox Sports Radio. On pro wrestler or porn star, congratulations.
4: There's nothing wrong with second place for Cowboy. I mean, he could. I can't be beat.
5: They listen. Congratulations, to that, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, listen. Dude, good sportsmanship here. All right. Like, who says everything's got to be negative in, in in this day and age? Not here. Trying to bring uh, some positive energy here on Sports Talk Radio. Uh, something something a little bit more upbeat. Um, we now transition over to Cowboy in Windsor and ask him how he knows and remembers when people die. Cowboy, how do you remember that? Like how do you? Well, I, I,
4: well, I've got a good memory. Plus, uh, I've always, um, you know, I've always been a sort of a history buff, uh, even back from my boyhood. I remember when I was eleven, uh, my parents bought me a globe for my eleventh birthday, and I started reading at age two and a half. So that's why one of the reasons why.
5: Okay, but all right, let's go. Let's go live to uh, Bo Benson, who's got some thoughts on this. Bo,
8: uh, just to add to uh, to it, Sean Sean Stud is actually his son as well. So yeah,
5: I, is it, okay, I sort of it's, thought it's, that. All right, it's Scott Stud. So is is there? Oh, is it, it, was, it,
8: was it Scott Stud that you, know, you Scott said? Scott Stud. Okay, there yeah. is a there is a Sean Stud who is also a wrestler. So I'll okay. do a, I'll do a little more uh, investigation and, and now, get back but, to here,
5: you. But here's the qu- but cowboy. Here's the question: I, How do you remember? all of these people that have died. Well, like, Do you read the obituaries a lot or what? Well, sometimes,
4: but sometimes I just remember when they die. You know, like um, I, re- I remember that, uh, okay, Danny, Danny, I used to watch Make Room for Danny when I was a boy, and the, the guy who played his son, Rusty Hammer, uh, committed suicide like 31 years ago Monday. Well, that was five weeks before my father passed away, so naturally I'm going to remember that but well, i just i just re- uh, i just like to, i just like to remember things like I, I know, trivia and everything
5: it's a, it's a, like normally the way i work is i'll remember like if something you know happens bad like i like you know, I, I can remember the color pants I was wearing the first time I crapped myself when I was six years old. Like, I can remember to this day. But I can't remember who some guy off a TV show died. Like, that, that is, like, next level. For, for whatever reason, you have that ability. It's amazing, man. I'm telling you, Cowboy, that's amazing. It's oh, amazing well, thank, stuff. Oh,
4: well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jonas. Well, hey, we... And how, we... How's, how's, how's Brady going?
5: Uh, Brady Quinn? Yeah. That's my guy. I mean, listen. Yeah. no, no, no. Look, you know, bro, we'll uh, we'll get to Brady on uh, on Sunday night. You know, I got a bone to pick with him. He blew me off earlier this week, but uh, you know, I'll address that with him on the air. Sunday well, I night. hope he's I hope he's doing all right. Yeah, he's good. He's all good. Very yeah. Well, good. Tell, tell him Cowboy asked about him. I will. I'll definitely. I will tell him that uh, that you asked about him. Uh, Cowboy, you're the man. Uh, okay. Okay. So are you, Jonas? Oh, thank you, Cowboy. We appreciate it. It's an amazing man, right there. Uh, we go live to Kevin Figures uh, to uh, break down what the hell we just heard. Kev?
7: Well, first off, the name Rusty Hammer could probably par- be part of a pro wrestler or porn tell star, too. It. I mean, tell geez, me about it. By that's the a way, good the f- one.
5: By the way, uh, I, I actually I think I might have made Cowboy laugh twice there, no more so than when I gave him the name Jenny Love It. <laughs> I don't
7: know. <laughs> By the way, we had some really good ones today. That's so good. Van Damage. Perfect.
5: <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's just the most. Yeah. Just a gross name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's just gross. Like, there's just
7: not Yeah, there's just nothing. Uh, the only thing that could have been more gross? Boom, boom, busty.
5: I know. Listen, I, <laughs> I, wanted no, I wanted nothing more than for that to be an adult film star. I wanted nothing more. But that is, he could, like, we just threw the name Big John Stud, he remembers the exact day he died? And he back times it like, well, that yes. was five
7: weeks after my father passed yes. away, which was two days before this guy was born. It's like, like, what the hell is happening?
5: I've no, like, and it's just, like, and it's not even like, uh, like, he's got a morbid thought it's just for whatever reason that just like it just leaves a a stamp in his mind it's amazing i'm telling you man i don't
7: know what what i did for my birthday last year Uh, this is amazing what yeah, Cowboys I, doing. That's, that's I, pretty, that's I, impressive.
5: I It's just really, really incredible stuff. Uh, Alright, uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash s. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Alright, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, a team in the NFL did something. I feel like they're trying to repeat history and if that's the case they could be in for a rude awakening find out what it is next
6: here on fsr this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge
7: <sighs>
6: is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is
5: Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, we'll call it ten minutes from now here on FSR. There is a uh, there's a situation in the NFL this weekend that could be. I don't want to say it's going to be a disaster moving forward, but it could go really, really poorly. We will dive into that and get into it here coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So the Atlanta Falcons made a hire at head coach, and um, it's Arthur Smith, who's the uh, former uh, offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. And I'm not saying that this is why they did it. I'm not saying this is why they did it. Right, But if this is part of the reason why they did it, then it could be problematic. So... He did a great job with the when it comes to just Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, that offense. Like, he did a great job. Ryan Tannehill put up monster numbers. Derrick Henry put up monster numbers. So, you look at it and you go, hey, man, that's a guy highly thought of based on the work that he did. All right. So, just on his work alone, great job. The last Titans offensive coordinator who was there before Arthur Smith had got hired was Matt LaFleur. And you would go, oh, well, Matt LaFleur, that's worked out pretty well in Green Bay. So maybe there's something there. And I would just caution people on this. If if I'm not saying that that's why Atlanta made the hire, but if that's what you're expecting, then you're already setting yourself up for failure. Because the reason why Matt LaFleur is working in Green Bay is because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Matt LaFleur's has done a great job, but let's be honest. It's Aaron Rodgers. And you can go back to Matt LaFleur's offense in Tennessee. It was nothing to write home about. So I do think that Arthur Smith has done more from an offensive coordinator standpoint. I just hope that if you're the Atlanta Falcons, you're not hoping that he turns into Matt LaFleur 2.0 because the problem is there's no Aaron Rodgers coming with him. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. More out of the NFL next year on FSR. So it is a weekend in which anything can happen, and we will explain why. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes from now, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Welcome to Divisional weekend in the NFL, the playoffs, it is, uh, I, I would argue... I said last week was the best weekend of football, three-day weekend of football that we've ever seen. But traditionally, every single year, this is one of the great weekends, NFL divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. You get a doubleheader on Saturday, a doubleheader on Sunday, and then after this weekend, we only have three games left. So I'm not trying to be negative, not trying to talk about what we won't have very, very soon. But that is where we're at when it comes to the NFL playoffs this weekend. And I love all the matchups. Um, I, I think you could argue for every single underdog this weekend is to be uh, why they've got a legitimate shot. Um, there's a lot of different uh, storylines, uh, and, and just think about all the stories that we've that have just landed in our lap. This is this is why I I don't understand. Honest to God, it's why I never talk politics. Like I make it a rule never to talk politics for a couple of reasons. Number one, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. I I I don't I don't understand. Uh, I I don't know. I I I just don't even. It's not even part of my. Oh, I got to, let, let me let me find out what's happening. Like I have no I have no clue and no interest in it. Don't even like. Don't even want to. Want to watch it? Like it's I have no no interest. It bores me. Like it bored. There's that. And here's the other thing: with all of what everything we have in sports, why the hell would you want to to, to pay any attention to that? Just think about what we've had the past couple of days. You've got and a d- divisional weekend in the NFL playoffs. You got Urban Meyer going to the Jags. And you got James Harden being traded for like 48 picks to the Brooklyn Nets, teaming up with Kyrie, hopefully, and Kevin Durant. Like, how could that not, how could you not be interested in that? It's like I was saying last week, there was somebody last weekend who didn't watch football all weekend. Like, could have. It's not like they had anything better going on. They could have. They just chose not to because, oh, you know, I got stuff to do. I got to run some errands. I got like, I like what world do you live in that that's more interesting than wanting to watch this? So it's why I don't, man, when we got all of this stuff happening on a on a busy week into a weekend in the world of sports, and plus you got a, a a a monster UFC card going on from Fight Island on Saturday, like there's so much. Like why people, especially people in sports media, waste their time talking politics? I'll never understand it. There's always enough fruit on the tree, just. Pull and pick and grab whatever you want. There's enough out there. The topics are endless in the world of sports. And with that being said, we jump right into our preview of the divisional weekend in the NFL playoffs.
6: Wear them out. Let's go all day. Rams and Packers.
5: I, look, I, I just have this weird feeling about this game. I don't know why. I don't know why I've got this this strange feeling. It's the, the first of all four games this weekend. It's the 4.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox on Saturday in Green Bay. You know, you wonder if weather is gonna be a, a little bit of a factor for Jared Goff and in that injury. I do think Green Bay ultimately wins this game. I just think the injuries are an issue. The Jalen Ramsey-Devontae Adams matchup is going to be fascinating. Absolutely fascinating to see how that one works out. I don't know how often they're going to be paired up together or how often they're going to be, you know, uh, Jalen Ramsey's going to be on Devontae Adams, but that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Jalen Ramsey takes this stuff personal. When he sees that there's another receiver out there that's getting all the a lot of coverage and a lot of talk, and Devonte Adams was the best receiver in football this year, you could argue uh, Stephon Diggs is going to get some love, but Devonte Adams was fantastic. Jalen Ramsey is a monster, and he's going to want to make a statement, so that's a fun thing to watch. Also, if for whatever reason Jared Goff does happen to exit the game for whatever, you know, if, if it, it, not saying this is going to happen, not wanting this to happen or anything. Can we please get one single camera on Jalen Ramsey's face when Blake Bortles comes into the game? I just want to see that. That's all. I, I, again, I'm not asking for a whole lot. I just want to see that because Jalen Ramsey has dealt with the Blake Bortles experiment many times in Jacksonville before. I just want to see the look on his face if they happen to have to turn to Blake Bortles uh, because Jared Goff uh, re injures the thumb or for whatever reason uh, has an issue and he can't throw the ball any longer. So I think Green Bay is going to win the game. I think Green Bay uh, is going to cover the spread, but I just get this funny feeling that the Rams are going to somehow keep it close. That defense is for real, but the injuries are concerning. The Aaron Donald injury, the Cooper Cup injury, and obviously Jared Goff with the thumb, Uh, but it's going to be a fun one. In Green Bay, potential for snow. Please let it snow. That's how January football in Lambeau Field should be. Wear them out. Let's go all day.
2: Ravens and Bills.
5: This, to me, is the game of the weekend. I think it's the most interesting game based on the quarterbacks coming into the game. There's been this... Look, last week was big for both of these franchises, and they showed it, right? When when Buffalo beat Indianapolis last week... They were relieved more than anything because you could argue that. I mean, it felt like the Bills were going to run away with that game in the second half. And then all of a sudden, Phillip Rivers goes down the field, throws a touchdown pass, goes down the field, scores. And you're thinking, okay, this game's a little bit tighter than we thought it'd be. If Josh Allen fumbles that ball away, or if Indianapolis can recover that football, Who the hell knows what we've got? Indianapolis had real opportunities. At the end of the first half, they had an opportunity. Uh, And and Buffalo came back and and scored to start the second half, and it just felt like, oh, they're going to run away with it. But Indianapolis was in that game the whole time. So when you saw the Bills finally win, and the Hail Mary come up short, and you saw Sean McDermott sort of looking up into the sky, it was total relief. Same thing for Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson's relief felt like a little bit of an FU. All the conversation, all the talk he'd been hearing about, ah, you can get it done in the regular season, but not in the playoffs. This Lamar Jackson guy, oh, it's the same old thing. Man, he exercised some demons last week against Tennessee. He wasn't great in the air, but the fact that he was able to overcome the early interception and then come back and put on a performance like he did with his legs, really, really impressive stuff. I, I... if one of these teams is going to go on a roll I, want to, I think they're going to be a problem for whoever they meet which I think is going to be Kansas City in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead but if I'm Kansas City, I don't know that I want any part of Baltimore. There's something about this Ravens team that I think they got something going here I think Lamar Jackson really did Shake whatever he issue he had with the postseason, whatever stress, whatever pressure he had. I think he stared at square in the eyes last week and he kicked it in the balls. I, I honest to God, I, I think he's going to go on a roll. I like ba- Baltimore in this game, but to me, this is the game of the weekend. Uh, you could, the elements could be involved in this one as well too. Baltimore is going to run the ball as much as they possibly can knowing that that is the one flaw on that Buffalo defense they're in the bottom half of the league when it comes to stopping the run but either way two young quarterbacks looking to take that next step to try and build on their legacy and like I said to start out the show the loser of this is going to get the yeah but treatment hey Josh Allen great quarterback yeah but he couldn't get it done at home in the playoffs hey Lamar Jackson great quarterback yeah but he's one in three in the playoffs in his career that's why there's so much on the line here and that's why this game is so interesting
8: wear
2: them out let's go all day Browns and Chiefs
5: Listen, I'm not going to waver on this. I'm just not. I've been a supporter of the Cleveland Browns and the Cleveland Brown fan base for a long, long time. I've said this at nauseam on this show. The Cleveland Browns, one of my good friends, is a Browns fan. The only reason he became a Cleveland Browns fan, this is a true story, he has no family in Cleveland. He didn't know anybody from Cleveland. The only reason he became a Browns fan is because he started playing Madden and the Browns were the worst team on the game. And he thought, okay, I'll just cheer for that team because he lived out here in Southern California and there was no NFL team here in Southern California in the, in the Los Angeles area. So he thought, oh, I'll just be a Browns fan. So I've been to multiple Browns bars with him. I've been, I mean, I love the organization, but I'm sorry, it's over. It's just over. This, this thought that, man, I don't know, the Browns could give them hell here, and this could be a problem here. I don't see it at all. Uh, this, this, you know, Kansas City, you can't expect them to flip a switch and this. I mean, they flipped a switch three times in the playoffs last year. What are we talking about? I think Kansas City's going to roll, and I think Kansas City's going to be hosting the AFC Championship game next weekend. I'm really, really happy for Joel Petonio. He will be in the lineup for Cleveland. That was the guy i think Felt most bad for last week because of the COVID issues. I thought all the crap he had to go through. He went through all those losing seasons, the one and thirty-one stretch in two years for the Browns. They finally get to the playoffs, and then COVID strikes, and he can't be a part of the game. The fact that they won that game, I'm really happy that he's going to get an opportunity to be in a playoff game because he earned it. He's deserved it for all the crap he's gone through with that team, all the losing. Joel Batonia deserves this moment. Unfortunately, it ends in Kansas City because I do think the Chiefs roll.
1: Wear them out. Let's go
2: all day. Buccaneers at Saints.
5: I mean, I picked Tampa Bay in this game, but, you know, you can't deny that uh, New Orleans has looked pretty good against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, I'm just going to say New Orleans has looked really good against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but there's just something about the Saints that I don't find impressive. I don't. I, maybe it's a blind spot. It, that could very well be it. But I do look at this game and I go, all right. Which quarterback is playing the best so far, or right now? If you were to look at these two quarterbacks, who's playing the best? Tom Brady's playing the best. If you were to look at these two teams, as far as uh, you know, who looked most impressive last weekend? I mean, I would argue that Tampa Bay did. I mean, look, the Saints—they won that game against the Bears, but there was there were moments there for the Bears. If they were somewhat of a a reasonably good uh, playoff team, that the Bears could have really made an impact if they had any sort of weaponry on offense outside of you know guys dropping balls and then uh, and then punching the same defensive back in the face that they had issues with earlier in the season. So, I. I I made the pick in my Knox locks. I picked Tampa Bay plus the three points. It's my least confident pick of the weekend. But I just think Tom Brady's going to have something in store. I think this this Buccaneer team, it's really hard to beat a team three times in a row. I think Tampa Bay is going to be ready to go. It'll be a really fun game to watch. Um, You're going to see a much improved, much more fluid Tampa Bay offense. I think this time around, people forget the first game of the year was Tampa Bay, New Orleans. That was in New Orleans with a COVID offseason. Not a lot of time to work together. So Tampa Bay was in a tough spot. And then that game the Sunday night game that was such a blowout. That's one of those burial games. Um, Tony Sperano uh, did this. And I heard this story back in the day when he was an interim head coach for the Oakland Raiders at the time. They got hammered in a game. I mean, completely blown out in a game. And he did a full-on funeral of the game tape brought the game tape out to the field and, and dug a hole and buried it and they never watched it because it was so ugly he's like you just got to walk away from that game you got to bury it let it be dead and move on to the next week that's how I felt about that second meeting between these two teams anything that could go wrong for the Bucks did go wrong in that game it got ugly early and it snowballed from there so for me I think this is a completely different situation I think it's going to be a really competitive game and for whatever reason i just feel like tampa bay's got the edge in this one i don't know why maybe i shouldn't maybe it's my blind spot but i do think tampa bay has the edge but that game also on sunday and on fox so those are your nfc and afc divisional matchups this weekend in the nfl lots of fun and you can make the argument like i said the rams are a significant underdog you could pinpoint some reasons why you think the Rams have got a shot in that game. The Ravens are an underdog of Buffalo. You can find legitimate reasons why you think the Ravens have a legitimate have a shot in that game. The Cleveland Browns, I don't think the Browns are, 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 have any shot in this game, but you could sell me on it just based on their ability to run the football and based on some of the momentum they've got and the fact that they look so good a week ago and they're getting back their coach and they're getting back their best offensive lineman. So you could sell me on the Cleveland Browns and then you can sell me on Tom Brady in the playoffs any day of the week like I'm good oh Brady's starting that works so I think every single team that's an underdog this weekend the road teams I think they all have a legitimate shot which what makes this that much more interesting this weekend in the NFL, and it's going to be so much fun to watch. Four games, and then after this weekend, like I said, only three games remaining in the NFL uh, as we uh, bid farewell to the NFL season. All right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Coming up next, um, somebody in the NFL has got a really bad habit. In fact, you see it every single day in your life. I'll tell you what that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will get into the scraps, uh, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. Uh, They are yours coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, The one thing I will say, though, about the Rams and the Packers game is – and like I said, I, I get this weird feeling about what's going to happen because th- just that Rams defense is so good, and and I find myself contradicting a, a, my thought on the Bills and and the Ravens because I feel like all right, this comes down to a couple of things. You've got the top rated or you know second rated Bills offense against the second rated Baltimore defense, and we're always taught. Defense beats offense. Like If you've got your choice, good defense over good offense in the NFL playoffs, especially if you can run the ball, which is why I like Baltimore, even though, look, it is a short week. People are forgetting that. The Bills played on Saturday. They're turning back around on a Saturday. The the Ravens played on a Sunday. Really emotional game. Now they're coming back on a short week, although they've performed well on short weeks of the season. But then I look at the Rams – and the Packers, and I'm I'm siding with the Packers, although I do acknowledge the Rams' defense is legit. I just, those injuries are problematic. But I do think Jared Goff's stock has risen a little bit. Maybe, you know, not in the eyes of the public, but maybe just in the eyes of his teammates. Because he finished that game that he broke his thumb, dislocated his thumb, serious injury, And he finished that game. He popped the thumb back into place, whatever it was going to be, and he finished that game. And then he comes back in last week, and it was obvious it was giving him problems. It was an issue, whether it was trying to hand the ball off, whatever the case may be. But he comes in last week. You know he's disappointed. He wanted to start the game. I thought for sure he was going to start the game. I was stunned when Wolford came out and was the starter. I was stunned because I thought, well, why did Jared Goff get the surgery? What was the point? And so clearly Jared Goff wasn't 100%. And you know what, man? The guy came in, didn't, didn't, there was no panic, no stress, and all things considered, he played pretty well. So at the very least, I do think Jared Goff's stock has has risen a little, a little bit just in the eyes of maybe his teammates. You know, maybe his teammates who look at him and go, you know what, man? That guy's got balls. All right, he's got guts. He's out there. We know he's not 100%. He's dealing with a re- an injury. It's a problem. But he's out there, and he's playing the best he can. So I just – I wonder – like I said, I have this weird feeling about the game. Ultimately, I trusted my gut, and I'm going to take Green Bay. But, man, that Rams defense is real. They're legit. And all it takes is a bad start, and you're shook. I mean that Steelers Browns game. That reminded me of the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl, to where you had the snap over the head that resulted in a safety. In that game, resulted in a touchdown last week, and it's like Pittsburgh got hit early and had no response. Had like we're shook. Had, and by the time they were ready to snap back out of it, next thing you know, they're punting it on fourth down and Cleveland goes down to and scores and, and eventually from there it was just game over. It just it wasn't happening. Pittsburgh made a little bit of a come, but you just you get hit in the mouth early. You have no counter punch. You have no way to respond. And that's always a possibility, especially with that defense. One play. You know, uh, you know, a, a sack, a turnover, whatever the case may be. And next thing you know, Green Bay is looking around with no home field going. Whoa, whoa, whoa what? What happened? Like we, we're we're trailing by what? And I just that's why I get this funny feeling about that game. Although ultimately I do like the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Jonas Knox here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so Deshaun Watson is up to the uh, passive aggressive social media crap again. I'll just say this. I like Deshaun Watson, all right, as a player, all right? I like Deshaun Watson as a player. Never met the guy. I don't know anything about him. Everything I heard is that he's a good dude, right? But the whole social media running to social with these cryptic tweets and all, I just can't stand it. I cannot stand it. And because I've I've seen so many people do it, and it's just – Like, would you just say what's on your mind? Why do I have to try and guess what you're like? What do you like? What do you want? Like, would you like? Why speak in riddles? Just say what's on your mind. Enough with the cryptic crap. I'm tired of it. And there's too many. And I do think this is possible. There's a lot of people that I know personally that I love, like dear, dear, dear friends. I do anything for them. They make me want to puke, on Twitter. Or on Instagram or Snapface, uh or or Instabook, or what like they make me want to puke with some of the crap that they post It's like, man, just why don't you just put the phone down, okay? Put the, like we don't need like the people that do the Instagram videos, like there are some people that do the Instagram videos and they've got like twelve a day. What what's wrong with you? Like I hardly ever post anything on Instagram. Like I don't know like why do I need to like I just like for whatever it just creates these habits that are so bizarre that just I can't stand and I I've just I'm over the passive aggressive cryptic fishing for compliments or fishing for somebody to respond and it's been going on for so long on social media that I just I'm so tired of it and Deshaun Watson's doing it with his two to ten crap is like all like the you know the stuff that he'll post something and then delete it like the next day and it, and everyone's just saying yeah you go uh, put your foot down you tell him Deshaun tell him what he has a Said anything? He hasn't said anything. He's he's like you read his tweets and you're like, what is this? Am I reading a, a fortune cookie? What is this? Like, like what what are you doing? So it's like, man, I like Deshaun Watson. He's a great player. I hope the Houston Texans hold their ground. I hope they don't trade him. Call his bluff, just like you called his bluff on the contract, which he signed right after he was, quote-unquote, so upset that they traded DeAndre Hopkins. Which, by the way, had they signed DeAndre Hopkins to the extension, I don't know if they would have had that much money to give to Deshaun Watson. I know people don't want to have that discussion, but that's the, the you know that is that is a fair conversation to have. That that DeAndre Hopkins wanted a contract extension. They wanted to put their money in other places other than a wide receiver. It's not that crazy of a thought. It's probably the smart move. And then it turned into this, well, Bill O'Brien's ruining the organization. Okay, sure he is with all those division championships and all that. Okay, you're right. He was the worst head coach ever, right? Okay, you got it. Bill O'Brien sucks. It, like It's always somebody else's fault. Just stay off social media, man. And if you want to get traded, just come out and say, Houston, I love you. I'm going to pull a James Harden. I got to get out of here. All right? I got, I got to bail. It's over. At least that, but this whole just, you know, subtweeting or I don't know, like what do they go? Subtweeting this uh this cryptic sort of uh read into it, the vagueness, the passive aggressiveness, it just makes me sick. I can't stand it. And it's not even just the Deshaun Watson thing, it's social media in general. Have some balls and say what you want to say. Say what you feel. That's it. It's not that hard. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, we got the scraps, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. They are yours next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures.
7: All right, and in the NBA, the Lakers over- overcame a 15-point deficit. They would defeat the Pelicans in Los Angeles, 112 to 95. LeBron James, 21 points and 11 assists. Clippers winning in a rout as well. They were in Sacramento. They mollywhopped the Kings, 138 to 100. Utah with a victory over the Atlanta Hawks, notching their fourth consecutive victory. Milwaukee also winning their fourth game in a row. They defeated the Mavericks 112-109. Boston, Oklahoma City, and Cleveland with victories as well. And College Hoops Wisconsin with a victory over Rutgers 60-54. News out of the NFL. The Falcons will hire Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith as their new head coach. And according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, Saints tight ends coach Dan Campbell is the leading candidate for the Lions head coaching job. Injury news for this Sunday, the Chiefs will be without receiver Sammy Watkins for their game against the Browns. Meanwhile, running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire of the Chiefs is listed as questionable. He did not practice on Thursday or Friday. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card and at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Twenty 20 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Back to Jonas Knox.
5: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in 15 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have the return of the prop bet monster as we take a unique look into every single game in the NFL this weekend. That's coming up 15 minutes from now. Right now, though, it's time for this.
6: Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron.
5: These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great Kevin Figures, the voice of L.A. Sports Radio, to find out what the hell we've missed so far, Kev.
7: All right, Jonathan, as I did mention a second ago, we talked about the NFL head coaching carousel. The uh, Titans offensive coordinator headed to Atlanta to be their new head coach, and it looks like the Lions might have their new head coach in the works as well. Uh, Dan Campbell has emerged as the favorite to be the head coach of the Detroit Lions, according to Ian Rappaport. He has was the interim head coach for the Dolphins a couple of years ago, if you guys remember. And he's one of those guys who kind of his name has been on the radar for the last four or five years as a potential head coaching candidate. And it looks like once the Saints season is over, whenever that may be, he is likely going to be the choice for Detroit.
5: He got got pretty good reviews in Miami because I want to say that he took over Gosh. I, I, yeah. Was it Joe Philbin? Yeah, it was, it was the Philbin. Joe Philbin. Yes. Yeah, it was that whole, you know, disaster that went on and Dan Campbell took over and people were surprised that like he really impressed a lot of people. So it's it's not that much of a shock that he would be considered for the gig. um do you think he likes to lift weights, Kev?
7: No, not in Cam? the least bit. No, not even,
5: uh, yeah, just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of likes to lift weights. He tries weights to me as more
7: of a, uh, a run. He'll run about 12, 13 miles a day. He's real thin and flabby, so he yeah. hadn't picked up a weight in his life.
5: Uh, let's go live to our I am also lifting weights right now insider, Chris <laughs> Perfet for the latest.
2: I really race. should be lifting weights. I don't know if he's lifting weights or not, but just on the subject of the Lions with this, Chris Spielman is kind of in, in – he, he's with the Lions now and he's he, – been involved with in a lot of these interviews and Dan Campbell absolutely screams kind of a Chris Spielman kind of guy. like I could see both of them like just getting in bro offs together
5: yeah well it's it, yeah it just seems like uh they they wanted to go away from the analytical uh, pencil behind the ear matt patricia to somebody's just in your face just hard nose football detroit football because didn't didn't detroit because by the way if, if you're a lions fan uh check out a uh, pride of detroit where can they find all your work chris perfett yeah without... so i'm
2: at chris perfett on twitter p-e-r-f-e-t-t and pride to detroit.com we and i'm actually starting to do my uh, roster reviews for for the year so that'll will be coming up soon
5: so when you they bring in chris spielman and then they bring in some other lions former lions
2: uh no be? just just spielman right now and he's kind of like I, I don't know exactly what his role is it's kind of an advisory role but it definitely was kind of there to mend the fences for all these oh, years god
5: who, who am i think there was an nfl team that brought in some some former players because they wanted to change the culture god who am i thinking of An NFL team that has a head coaching uh, opening... That brought in some former players to, to try and take a look and 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 see sort of what you know what the issue was within the organization. Uh, this is gonna really well, if we
7: bother. go around just the openings, at least the ones that come to mind. So the Jets just got filled. I don't know. If, I don't know if Joe Namath is in there giving I don't his think advice. The Texans no. did it. No. Yeah, Houston. No, I don't think they want to bring Andre Johnson in for advice. No. That's not happening anytime soon. Yeah, so. the,
5: yeah, yeah. Something tells me you won't be hearing from him for a little while. Uh, the
7: Chargers yeah. have an opening. I haven't heard anything from Natrone Means. Um... I God,
5: who, who the hell? What this is going to really bother me. Uh, there was a team in the NFL that brought in some former players, and 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 the idea was bring them in. You know, these are guys that have. Oh my God, this is going to kill me. Was it the it's, Eagles?
2: Maybe that they started doing that. I don't know.
5: I don't know. I don't think it was the Eagles. I I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. I'll, I'll think of it. But this is really going to bother me. But no, I mean at least hey. Bringing Dan Campbell, um, you know, I, I mean, if he can hire the right coordinators, then that's fine. Like, yeah, Ur- Ur- Urban Meyer's not going to have, not going to be calling plays. He's going to hire a bunch of good coordinators. Like, yeah.
2: that's the whole goal. I think that's being lost in kind of this age of everyone going for the OC, who's kind of infamous for the play-action pass. It does kind of stink of what we used to do in the past, where it's like, oh, this guy used to be around a really good quarterback, so we'll hire him as a head coach. Just the new iteration of that. For Dan Campbell it it does seem kind of like a personality shift away from in a different way. I remember when things weren't going well in Miami, he did kind of like he he got he tried to fire up the team, but he also put a lot of blame on himself there. Versus, yeah. and I mean, he's also a former player. In fact, he was with the Lions for their 0 and 8 season. I mean, their 0 and 16
7: season. Excuse <laughs> me. They, oh, wish it was, they wish it stopped at 0 8.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking good. 2008.
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But
2: like, you imagine that eight games in, they're like, you know what?
7: <laughs> yeah, right. Screw we it. give right. up. We give
5: but, up. I want to I spend the holidays
2: with my family. I don't need this crap. But that's that's a bit of a difference. Like, you've got a guy who was a former player, just like as as long as 10 years ago. Who, you know, he he bleeds with his players and and takes a lot of responsibility versus a guy in Matt Patricia who's playing career peaked at Rensselaer Polytechnic and then yells at guys about social media. And then he himself is 30 minutes late.
5: Okay, see, here's here's the thing. I think it was the Lions that brought in former players, Chris, because I think so. Spielman came in, but I think Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders
2: gets a—yeah, he's had an ambassador role for a few years, yes.
5: Yeah, so I think it might have been the Lions, but I mean, it's not a big deal. It's neither here nor there. But no, so Dan Campbell appears to be the next head coach of the Detroit Lions. By the way, has any show ever spent longer talking about the Detroit Lions' new head coach than this show just did? Did we just? Did we cover? It, it outside, seems like
2: every
7: show I'm on seems to go it. to me about it. Yeah, outside of the it. city of Detroit, absolutely not. Yeah. And since we're talking about you know players, former players who recently retired who are getting head coaching interest, I wasn't planning on bringing this up. But did you see that? Uh, Jared Mayo, a linebacker coach for the Patriots, who was I believe he was on their undefeated team that lost uh, in the Super Bowl to the Giants, yeah. he's apparently in the running for the Philadelphia Eagles head coaching job. Wow. I found that to be interesting or at least see he, he's lined up to be interviewed by them. It's like a recent trend. We've seen it a lot in the NBA where players, wasn't it Jason Kidd, retired after you know, one year yeah. with the Knicks and became the head coach that next season or something. You know To be more and more prevalent.
5: Man, you know what? Like all right. I have heard from somebody that I talked to that that would know that Doug Peterson leaving Philadelphia. Let's just put it this way. He wasn't all that bummed out to leave mm-hmm. it. There's there's some Howie Roseman stuff there, and Anthony Gargano. That's why it'll be a great listen with him and Link uh, coming up. Uh, it, you know, here uh, next after we're done. That situation, it just when you see it happen to Chip Kelly, it's like, oh, okay, you know, well, there was clearly some issues, and then you see it happen again with the very next coach. There's a common thread there. There's a, like, two times in a row, winning record as a coach, done some good things, including a Super Bowl, and you can't make it work. Why is that happening? And why is it happening two times in a row? And it just, from what I heard, there's some stuff there in the front
7: office. Well, you don't. Here's when the CEO of the team comes out and says, "I would like to see Deuce Daly get a shot at the head coaching job," it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> you you own the team, I guess you can do whatever I you know. want, but I, you kind of have football operation people to kind of handle that, don't you? I don't fully understand.
5: It's uh, it's a, it's a bizarre
7: situation, man, <laughs> to, to say the least. Oh, speaking of bizarre, how about this? So there is a man in Utah pleaded guilty after authorities said he was caught digging in Yellowstone National Park cemetery in search of a hidden treasure. Literally digging for gold. So this name is his name is Roderick Craythorne. He's 52 years old from Utah, and he pled guilty in a U.S. District Court for excavating or trafficking in an archaeological resource to damaging federal property. So apparently he looked up this gold treasure trove. There is this person uh, named Finn. And Finn apparently was a poet and wrote this uh, giant poem about how there was hidden treasure somewhere, and it was very nebulous. He says you can find it, you know, north of Santa Fe in the Rocky Mountains, either in New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana. Just it was very, very vague. Craythorne thought he found it. He thought he did all his research, gathered everything together. He thought that there was a chest containing coins, gold, and other valuables, what? and he actually went to this site, this grave site, and started digging it up. Which clearly is against the law, even if you're on a gold rush. So he is currently uh, on trial and uh, could face up to 12 years in prison.
5: What does he think this is? The Goonies?
7: You <laughs> don't know. Like,
5: what? What is he? Like he's digging up corpses to find
7: gold, coins, like, gold and other valuables.
5: Was somebody playing a prank on him, or did he actually really think this was a, a real thing?
7: No. So this uh, Finn character, who passed away in September, by the way, at the age of 90, but uh, he's hinted at it for years. Uh, said that th- there was worth a million dollars or north of that uh, in worth in value inside of the chest. Several people throughout the years have actually actually had to be saved because they've been lost in the middle of nowhere trying to find this treasure, uh, and a Jesus. couple have actually died in search of this treasure. Jesus. So they take his they take his word as truth.
5: I mean. <sighs> Uh, I, I just like I didn't I, like how do I mean I don't even know like so now what, what how much time is this guy looking at
7: possible twelve years in prison two hundred and seventy thousand dollars in fines
5: twelve years in prison now did he actually dig up a body and go through a coffin and all that or so no?
7: I don't have that information as to whether he dug up a body <laughs> Why but not I, I know it's uh <laughs> I do know it's probably not the uh, not, not the best strategy to go into a to a gravesite and start digging up anything yeah. unless you actually work there.
5: Like I ah, oh, that's what what a what a nut job, psycho. A
7: million dollars? I mean, it's a lot of money, but this isn't I, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, well, listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not digging through somebody's bones to get a bunch of gold. Like that, that, would weird me out for the rest of my life. Like, imagine, like you're spending that, and like, a, you know, like a, a piece of like a, some some corpses' fingernail comes off. Bone flies gold. out? Yeah, it just, I just have no interest in that. I'm out. I'm out with the bones. Not into
7: it. Hey, you want to hit it big? Do like the rest of us. Just get some scratch offs. All right.
5: Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Or get a damn job. Oh, yeah, there's that, robber.
7: too. <laughs> there's Jesus. that, too. Those are the scraps. All right, thanks, Kev.
5: Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. To so take credit cards, learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Coming up next, the prop monster as we get you set for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs right here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We got the prop bet monster coming up here just a couple of moments from now here on FSR. I do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply right now. It's time for this.
6: Yeah, to feed your degenerate gambling soul <laughs> the prop bet monster Sucker.
5: <laughs> and we go to bo benson our executive producer to first find out how we did last week and then fire away on this week bo
8: all right so last week you went two and three not bad not bad so uh this week, we're going to have uh, both QBs in the Ravens Bills game that can tuck it and run. So, who's going to have more rushing TDs, Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen?
5: All Lamar Jackson yeah this is lamar jackson uh, i think he's uh you saw a little bit of last week what he can do on the with his feet uh, i think they're going to try and rely more uh, through the air with josh allen i think lamar jackson's going to run all over this bill's defense
1: wear them out let's go all day
8: rams and packers all right packers wide receiver Devonte adams averaged about eight receptions per game but will be going up against jalen ramsey in the rams number one ranked defense over under seven and a half receptions for packers wide receiver Devonte adams
5: I got to take the under. Uh, I I think I I think this is going to be a little bit low scoring, and I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to try and mix in some of his other weapons. I'll take the under.
1: Wear them out. Let's go all day.
2: Browns and Chiefs.
8: All right, the Chiefs defense has allowed at least two passing touchdowns in eight straight games, and the Browns are going to have to put up some points this weekend. So over under two and a half two and a half touchdowns for Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield.
5: Oh, easy under.
6: Wear them out! Let's go all day!
2: Buccaneers at Saints
8: Alright, the Tampa Bay defense has only allowed two running backs to get to 100 total yards against them all year. So is Alvin Kamara going to have more or less than 100.5 total yards?
5: Under. These are all correlating because it helps my bets. I'm taking the under. Give me give me the under on that. Give me the under against Baker. Come on. Easy. Wear them out. Let's go
2: all day. Buccaneers at Saints.
8: All right. And also in the Buck saints matchup, we have two old quarterbacks facing off against one another. So over under three and a half mentions of the age of Tom Brady and Drew Brees in the first half of Sunday's game. Oh, God.
5: I'll take the under, but it'll hit like 20 before the end of the game. That's for sure. My God, the same tired references. We're back next week. Fox Sports Radio.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.